Hello everyone, welcome back to the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master for the entirety of this campaign. I'm going to allow my players to introduce themselves, starting with the beautiful, the effervescent, the green, Victoria Shaz. Hello everyone, my name is Victoria and I play Leon LaBelle. Hi everyone, my name is Ryan and I play Galen Wayfair. Hi, I'm Doe or Doe Deer and I play Gris Littlefoot. And I'm Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kylte. Hell yeah. For, so for those of you who weren't here last week, uh, I'm going to give a little rundown. Um, our, our players, our heroes, such as they are, uh, went on a trip to the elven city of Freylin to visit the library looking for answers as to why the gods had gone silent. In the library, they found more questions than answers, really. Um, and that the prophecy, the song of the dreamer at the end of the world, wasn't quite done with them yet. When we last left off, um, the party had received an invitation to a ball from the noble and handsome Marius of House Steel. Leon, excited at the prospect to see her, her friends, uh, talked the party into visiting their friend Raphael, who owns a finery shop in the city. When last we left off, I believe you had all sought shelter and an inn, so mm -hmm. let's begin. The next morning, after stopping at the bank, Galen is told to wait outside under the watchful eye of Ariadne, who tells him they will stick him with the pointy end if he so much as moves. <laughs> the party arrives at Raphael's finery. The shop is much how you remember it. Shelves overflowing with beautiful cloths. Spools of brightly colored string and shining thread littering every surface. Uh, you all walk through the door, Leon leading the way. Um, I would presume that either Ariadne or Galen comes in last. You can sort of determine for yourselves there. Um, yeah, let's let's just go over order real fast. Let's see. I'm guessing Leon. Definitely. Gris, and then Gris. <laughs> and then I'll go. All right, so Galen, you come in last. As you all enter, um, a bell above the door jingles slightly, and Raphael, appearing from behind a dress form, uh, smiles at you as if he's been expecting you, the bronze skin around his eyes creasing gently, emphasizing his smile lines. He waves his hand, and the door shuts firmly behind you. I hate this time of year. Deceptively warm, but with that cold wind that chills you to the bone, despicable. And you, as if you can smell the frost maiden's breath on your neck. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm feeling oh. rather poetic today. Good morning, Raphael. Good How morning, Leon. Oh, I am just fabulous. I was prepared to be angry. I thought maybe you weren't going to come. Oh, Raphael. Oh, I know. I know. I have to tease you. I have to tease you. Now, I hear you're going to a ball and that a handsome man will be in attendance. And he sort of like looks over to Galen and corrects himself. Another handsome man if I was about 30 years younger, Mr. Wavefair. <laughs> uh, Galen sort of just like chuckles to himself and just like like bows his head <laughs> oh no need to be so uncomfortable my sticky fingered friend we're all friends here uh, 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 
Leon, sensing how uncomfortable Galen is, uh, kind of chuckles and looks at Raphael and says, I see Valdithus spared literally no time letting you know exactly what's going on. We need some very fancy clothing. Hmm, yes, of course, of course. He also told me not to undercharge you and in fact to overcharge yes. you. Please do. Okay, I just, I thought I would run it by you. He's always telling me to overcharge people. He's, well, he spends most of my money. Shockingly, being a librarian doesn't make a particularly large sum of money. I guess I could understand that. And Leon kind of thinks about it for a moment and is like, I guess there isn't much. Well, when it's you're not just... a very lucrative business, probably. This thing she literally has never had to consider in her life. Chris is like, well, when you're just giving things out and expecting them to come back with no fee whatsoever, of course there's no money involved. Well, I mean, yeah. he gets, he's paid. It's just, it's more of a passion for him. Not that I don't love what I do. I just, mm -hmm. sometimes I deal with less than savory customers. And really he at most has to deal with Bards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Leon, Leon, like, <laughs> a shiver kind of, like, rolls down Leon's spine, and she's like, that's bad enough. It's, that's bad enough, Raphael. All right, my lady. So, you are attending a ball. You've brought your wonderful yes. friends with you. Miss Littlefoot, you are as lovely as ever. And he sort of, like, kneels down, approaching Gris, kneels down, takes her hand and kisses it gently. Gris is like, oh, well, good to see you again too, Raphael. So excited. And she's like, um, my foot wraps may be in a, a state of disrepair. Oh, there don't. Was a, a volcano. There, there was a volcano. Yeah. A lot has happened since we were last here. <laughs> a um, no. A volcano. The, but yes. my husband has returned, who is oh. also a very handsome man. Oh, well, you're going to have to tell me all about him. <laughs> of course. And then, Ariadne. Huh? <laughs> it's a pleasure to see you. Oh, yeah. You too. I just kind of expect to go wherever you tell me to stand. <laughs> Can I get you something to eat or drink or... Anything to make you yeah, feel more comfortable? Drink. Okay, all right. And he like flicks his hand and um, from behind the counter, uh, which is just covered all over in, in spools of fabric and half finished dresses and um, just, just various bits and bobs, um, a large flask of mead floats up from the counter and uh, accompanied by a, a small sort of glazed mug, which uh, the mead starts to pour itself, and then the mug drifts over to you, and he goes, I seem to recall that you do not like tea. Oh, it's not that I don't like it, but I certainly have a preference as I take it out of the air. Um, and I go, uh, I like sip it just very, um, very quickly, and then before I've even like finished, I start to speak again without realizing. <laughs> so I go, um, I think this is uh, much better use of your, uh, than the... 
Uh, Ariadne, I expect you're going to be the most challenging one for me today, which is interesting. I told you I'd stand where you told me. <laughs> yes, you did. How about you finish that? Tell me when you need another, and after you've had two, we'll get to work on your on your outfit. Fine by me. And I like I like go against a wall, and I just like sit down, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna sit. <laughs> He nods and sort of takes a look at the party, and uh, his eyes find Galen. He goes, "We're going to start with you." Oh, lovely! And when I remember Valdetha saying you should put him in blue. My husband yes. has exquisite taste. He chose me after all, but he's right. I insisted on blue last time, but. And he sort of like takes a step back, Galen. He's he's sort of like positioned you so that you're like tea posing in the middle of the room, um, and there's some uh, what look to be sort of hand fashioned tape measures um, floating through the air, stretching themselves the width of your arms and your height. As as he speaks, he says, "Seeing as we are no longer strangers, Mister Wavefair, you will wear blue this time." Without protest. Yes. Galen, can you roll a perception check? Leona's like gently clapping in the background. Oh no. Aries just takes another sip watching them just like 28, baby. Best roll so far. There we Entire go. Entirety of the campaign. Only took you like nine levels to get those rogue modifiers, but now you got them. Yeah. Ain't no stopping you, babe. Using them for the important things, you know? <laughs> like perception yeah. on Raphael. <laughs> okay, so as you stand there and he tells you that you're going to have to wear blue, you sort of look at him for a moment and you realize that his eyes um, are flickering kind of menacingly and you're suddenly struck by just what degree of sort of arcane mastery it must take to craft such intricate pieces so swiftly. The needles that are hovering in the air over half-finished projects, um, sewing much faster than any one person's hand could, suddenly seem like a lot sharper to you. Mm. And you realize that um, maybe it's best to listen to what this man has to say. <laughs> uh... You know, I was going to go with that anyway, um, but uh, you're making me a little nervous with those needles. Galen, it's a pointy end. I didn't say which. He, for a minute, looks down at, at the belt just covered in knives around your waist, and he goes, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> So he sort of gets to work on, on Galen's uh, whole outfit and um, sort of turns his body so he's facing all of you. Now, what was this about a volcano? Um, and Leon kind of like opens her mouth <laughs> and then closes it. Well, okay, so... Leon's dad's a dragon. Ah, We're not gonna... The father Sorry. that she was looking for, Valdithus told me all about that. He's a hopeless gossip. You know, just two weeks ago, I was telling him about the women down the street. They're, they're lesbians. We don't get along. And um, I was telling him about how I overheard a fight in their front yard and he had the audacity to accuse me of gossip as if he didn't tell me just three months ago about the fact that he'd run into a half-elf girl looking for 
someone important. And he like sort of stops himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 Leon Leon looks at Raphael and is like So is it safe to assume that everything I've spoken about to Valdithus you already know? Oh, there are no secrets in a healthy marriage, my dear. <laughs> Chris right. is just like chuckling and wherever she's standing, like, oh goodness. <laughs> Your halfling friend can tell you when you meet a handsome man, it's hard to keep secrets from him. Chris and nods and she's like, even now I send letters to Reese daily just to update him on everything going on. <laughs> she understands. Huh. Leona's like, yeah. So, when you last met us, we went and saw Valdithus right after, and then we headed off, uh, we, we made multiple stops, lots of places that we needed to go. Uh, we were in Aquara for a little bit, uh, Galen and Ari were birds at one point. Aquara! And he like sort of stops you for a minute, and he goes, I have been reading the most fabulous periodicals. I believe oh, no. that they're based out of Aquara. Have you ever heard of them? They're, Are they they're... written by 1B? Yes. She's fascinating. Galen sort of like point. Looks, <laughs> and before Galen can say anything, I'm like, that's, that's his girlfriend. <laughs> but with the... and Yeah. Yeah, surprise whistle. Yeah. So looking over his shoulder, Galen just goes like, yeah, they're great reads, aren't they? <laughs> they are, and I think maybe, Mr. Wavefair, I now know more about you than I had ever wanted to. Does she write about... You know, I've got to say, I've never read them, and I think <laughs> yeah. at this point... I might not want to, Raphael, and... Well, she she Thank also you. she also releases these these food blogs. We have heard about those. Those are fantastic. They're fantastic. Was there one about Travis's chicken yet? Mm, ah, there was one about fantastic chicken. Hang on, and like he sort of like flicks his hands, and um, like various spools of fabric are now wrapping themselves around Galen and being cut with shears and sewn to his body as he like stands there uncomfortably as everybody's talking about B, and uh, he like goes behind his desk and begins rummaging and pulls out uh, what appears to be a letter, and he goes, "I have it right here. Let let me read it, mm -hmm. and you can tell mm -hmm. me if this is correct." <clears throat> Leon's like ready to listen. The knock need S. Grade, eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. Food, delicious. Mm -hmm. Bartender is hot. Wish he would wear lower cut shirt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Leon chuckles and says, "Do you remember when we came in here last time and he had a bruised face?" Oh yes, you do look much better without it. Thank you. Yeah, Travis the, did that. The yes, the knock need ass owner, the bar bartender, the hot bartender did that. And is he as attractive as beast? So far, I trust her judgment. But yeah, yeah, Travis He's is very. I would say Travis is very good looking. He's very large, big boy. <laughs> I once braided his hair, and he looked much better. But that's aside. the braided hair was a great look. <laughs> Have you ever Good considered bartender? Hmm. 
Well, I can appreciate a good bartender. You know, I have this story. One time, Valdithus and I went out, uh, and then he, like, cuts himself off and points to Leon and goes, why don't you stand over here? I'm going to need, you know, the drill. Yeah, Leon goes immediately and is like... <laughs> so, um, Leon, as you stand there, um, the same things that are sort of happening to Galen start happening to you. Um, Galen, at this point, you have what feels like the base of, of a, some kind of shirt on... Uh, it seems to be over your clothes, at which point Valdithas points at you and then points you towards what appears to be a sort of curtained-off dressing area, and he goes, take it, take it off, all of it, the, the, oh. the, they'll, they'll dress you, you'll, okay. you'll know when you're dressed because everything will be covered. Everything you don't want us to see, covered. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> Chris is just like looking at Galen and seeing like the concern in his face and just like, oh goodness, <laughs> this again. <laughs> Do you need me to to explain to you how clothes work? No. Or? Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. Seeing yeah, as Leon it seems would like, like you to explain to him how laundry works sometimes. I'd also Ooh. like you to explain to him how shirt works sometimes. Just shirts in general. Galen <laughs> takes off his shirt as he's walking to the changing room. <laughs> I don't think I personally have a problem with that. Lady <laughs> uh, LaBelle, perhaps uh, they have different types. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> They're quite different, Raphael. Quite different. <laughs> yes. And he, like, he uh, then moves over to Gris and gently guides her towards a stool um, to stand upon as um, he looks at her and he steps back and he goes... This will be exciting. You know, I hardly get to design for others of my own maturity level. It's going to be an honor for you, Miss Little. Chris smiles and she's like, I thought you were going to say height, but I was going to disagree because we're quite different in height. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but I am very excited to see what you have up your sleeve. And she kind of look, looks down and she looks at her bare feet and she's like, maybe a dress? I think that would be great. Leon is like so excited. <laughs> Last time there was so much pushback, and now everybody's okay with it. <laughs> I think a dress would be fantastic, Miss Littlefoot. And uh, at this point, the various forces that be begin to work on on your outfit as well. At which point, he turns to Ari and he goes. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I have, um, like, finished my drink, can I have, like, gotten up and tried, and, like, went over to the fl floating machinery of however he served it, and just tried to, like, poke it and figure out, I'm just like, I <laughs> He turns to you with his finger on his chin, and he's like, hands away. <laughs> Gestures, and it pours another glass, and he goes, now as you drink that... Yeah. We're going to have a talk about your style. Uh-oh. Don't have one. I and know. I take the... I think that's the point. <laughs> Monks, Ariadne, have posed quite the trouble for me over the years. You all have an effort and an emphasis on maintaining simplicity. And that's not to say that simplicity isn't beautiful. I mean, look at your friend Gris here. She, <laughs> she beams. She's yeah. quite lovely. I just looks confused at Chris. However. 
And he like narrows his eyes at you and he goes, finish that. I, I like chug it down. Roll a constitution check. Oh god. gonna do it three plus two five you're feeling just a little bit tipsy it's fun it's it's like a good buzz it's a good buzz Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. pleasant um it is about 10 o'clock in the morning but you know what this one raphael encouraged so like leon can't be mad at you he lands next to you feigning pensiveness and he goes i don't you're actually thinking when you do that you know of ariadne as you know, the older you get, the less you have to think because you've seen the world and more. And he sort of like looks You're at you wrong. one more time and he goes, is there someone you would like to look good for, Ariadne? Well, yeah, but she's not here. What's she like? And he pours you another glass. <laughs> <laughs> she's never complained. All right. Confusion. <laughs> Gris, Gris is like eyes wide. Like, should I, should I say something? Should I just let it go? <laughs> and Gris is like, makes a great mushroom stew. Is this with an earshot of Galen? Oh yeah, you guys can all hear this. Galen, at this point, you were were probably, as this conversation is going on, you step out of this curtained off area to see Raphael leaning next to Ariadne, looking at them pensively. He's okay. trying to look back, like, just as pensively, but just in confusion. <laughs> there is nothing behind the eyes. <laughs> he nods. Uh, he nods. He goes... Uh-huh. What color are her eyes? Oh. And, like, Ari blushes a little bit. Well, why do you, why do you, why do you know that? just there are colors that complement each other and I thought perhaps if you had something nice to wear perhaps to take a nice young woman on a special outing uh, you might want them to complement her eyes that's all I was thinking their eyes at right now just like fine um but I'm not gonna find the color of Lily's eyes in my notes that quickly, so just keep it. They are green. That's what I figured, but I was like, I'm not gonna remember that. Um, uh, I still, I'm gonna lean up, and I'm just like, they've all seen Lily, they know her eyes are green, but I'm still just gonna lean, like, tiptoe and whisper it. (laughs) (laughs) Upon Ari doing this, Leon kind of looks at Gris and is like, they realize we've all seen her eyes, right? Can I hear that? Gris just shrugs and like smiles. Like <laughs> at least yeah. she's talking about like you know. If I hear that, Lily information. If I, I if I if I I hear I hear that and I like turn still like eyes squinty and just go. Well, you certainly better not be spending as much time looking her in our eyes as I am. That's for sure. Leon looks at Ari and is like, "Do not worry. Not even don't even worry a little bit." I just take another sip of my drink. Chris <laughs> is like, well, it's easy to remember that they're green because Lily owns the wildflower and the stem of a wildflower is green and her energy is kind of green too. 
And Chris just kind of trails off to, to a deep, like, analysis of Lillian. Leon's <laughs> nodding and is like, that was a bit more of a leap than I expected with the stem. No, it makes total sense. But I, you know, Ari, <laughs> why am I not surprised? And she just <laughs> lets it go. It's like, okay. <laughs> he sort of steps back, looking at Ari still, and um, walks expertly backwards, despite the cluttered nature of the shop to stand next to Galen, and goes, I think maybe a burnt orange. What do you think? Galen sort of like puts his chin in his hand and is just like, hmm. Sort of feigning inquisitiveness, like looking at Ari and is like, hmm. I think that's a great idea. You don't even know what burnt orange yeah. is. <laughs> he has no And idea. I just pipe up. I just pi- I like look down at myself and I pipe up and I like turn to Leon thinking she told him and go, okay, the, 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 the burning of the thing was a necessary endeavor. It's not my fault. Don't don't worry about that, Raphael. It's fine. And by the way, I live with basically a fashionista, so I do know what burnt orange is. <laughs> Me and B, baby. Don't need any more burnt clothes. If he's not stuck with B, he's stuck with Leo. <laughs> <laughs> he like blinks Two, for a moment. Count this one, and he points at Leo. <laughs> Trying to like process everything, and he's like, "Well." That's, I'm proud of you. I, I am proud of you. At which point he snaps his fingers and Ari, uh, the, the cup starts to float out of your hands oh. as um, various spools of fabric begin to wrap themselves around you, tape measures begin to appear. Um, at this point he turns to Galen. Galen, um, you look down and find that somehow you are now wearing a complete outfit. How? Wait. <laughs> How? You know what? I'm not even going to question it. A magician never reveals his secrets. Or You're right. A wizard. Rogues don't either. <laughs> yes, well, sometimes yours are a little easier to guess. Especially if okay. they're behind locked doors, I say as I'm like... <laughs> Seems like there's a story there. Why don't you tell me it as I uh, put the finishing touches on this? And he sort of like steps back to take a look at Galen. Um, Galen, you sort of, you find yourself the center of attention as the rest of the party has turned to look at you, presumably um, with a mix of judgment, apathy, and genuine joy and and admiration, Um, you know, from... Leon, Ariadne, and Gris, respectively. Um, <laughs> Galen is now dressed in uh, a blue doublet, which is Ooh. garnished with golden embroidery. Uh, upon closer look, you can see that it's actually the waves of the ocean and various fish that have been carefully sewn along the seams and, and over the front of the doublet. Um, he is also wearing a fitted collar shirt with gold buttons. Whether Galen or Raphael has chosen for it to not fully button all the way is not quite clear, but it does suit Galen. Um, he also is dressed in a pair of black pants, much nicer than the black pants he tends to wear, which have golden seams in the same color thread as the rest of the embroidery. Uh, 
Raphael has always also managed to dig up what appears to be a leather belt for him with a large golden buckle and a set of dress shoes, which Raphael gestures to and says, <clears throat> I hated, I hated his boots. Thank you. <laughs> they were my my mother yeah, gave me those. Well, I've I've cleaned them, and they are on the counter, and you can take them once you leave. But if I find out that you wore them to the ball, I swear to God, Galen, I swear to God, I have been subscribed to that woman's periodicals for six months, and I will write to her. <laughs> You don't have to worry, Raphael. That being said, you, you can look- always write and tell her to tell Galen that he's the dumbest. So I do. Leo looks at Ari and is like, you, Galen? you write B about that? Excuse me. Shark boy, shark boy. Yeah, and I turn to Galen and I like chuckle and smile and I was like, well, I'm not going to address it to you. <laughs> yeah, it just sort of has like a <laughs> what look on his face. <laughs> And he's like looking pensively at Galen for a moment and uh, mutters to himself. Everybody roll a a perception check. Eighteen plus one, nineteen. Twelve plus nine, twenty-one. Your perception is plus nine. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Um, I I rolled a critical fail, so one. Fifteen plus six, twenty-one. All right. So, Gris, you are distracted by what appears to be a pot of mushroom tea that you have just noticed, sort of nestled among the items on the counter, and you're sort of like inching your way towards it. So you don't really hear what Raphael says, but he steps back and looks at Galen pensively and says, softly, almost to himself, so much like the ocean rough on the surface to conceal hidden depths. <sighs> ah! <clears throat> Lady LaBelle, if you would... into the... into the... Already on my way, and, like, Leon's already walking there. <laughs> and, uh, he nods, sort of appreciatingly, and he goes, You come out when the dress is done, and no sooner. If they see it in progress, I will simply die. Don't worry. I'm all for the moment as well. The moment. Good. Well, luckily we have a healer in case that does happen. <laughs> he looks to Gris and he goes, Even a healer like yourself can't heal death. Gris, Gris just nods and she's like, I do know that one. Well, I did kind of die, actually. Hmm. In the dream realm. Tell me um, more about that. That sounds fascinating. Well, first of all, I was just trying to help my friends and heal them. These friends? These friends and trying to flirt with my husband because I hadn't seen him in a while. Of course. And all of a sudden, Leon's father and her voice just drips with disdain. Because if if you'll remember, out of character, uh, Gris really did not like the way he treated Leon and the things he said to her and kind of those those final moments. And she's like, decided to... uh, take a hit and hit he did but that's for another another day Mm, yes do you dream now gris kind of like drops her arms for a second and just kind of lets out half a breath and says 
No, not since then. I mean, I think we've had enough Dream Realm for a lifetime or two, don't well, you think? It's a little hard when you spent all of your time studying the circle of dreams and you no longer dream. He nods thoughtfully and seems to be thinking about what Ari says and said and looks to Gris a little longer and goes, You would think. You would think. Mm. Lady LaBelle, please. And um, Leon kind of like dramatically opens it and steps out. I muse, it is so wonderful to have you back in the store. You really must come to the capital more often. Really, oh. there's there's no reason not to. I mean, you're an elf after all. You can get through easily. But it's not far from Aelis either. Then what is your excuse, Miss LaBelle? I was studying and trying to learn how to... And she motions through the sword. Well, you just tell me we're flirting. It'd be a better excuse. But I was studying Chris, and flirting. Chris is like, that sword? And then she just mouths, Marius. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like a man who knows his way around the sword. Ah, now. And um, Leon, he sort of gestures to you as if he wants you to pose. Leon definitely does pose. And he gives like a big flourish to the rest of the group. And says, do you see my masterpiece? Galen just starts clapping and is like, you did it again, Raphael. You did <laughs> Chris, it again. Chris kind of like clasps her hands together and like looks Leon up and down and she's like, it's so different than your usual red. So uh, you all sort of take a look at Leon. At this point, by the way, Galen, Raphael looks at you and goes... can't tell if you're being sarcastic <laughs> but for your sake I hope that you're not I'm Just not assume he always is oh good I am rooting for you by the way Mr. Wayfair and then he turns to Leon again and sort of gestures um, Leon is dressed in something very different from her usual red as, as Gris has observed it is a golden silk dress with billowy half sleeves um, and the scooped V neckline Sleeves and cinched waist are bordered in what appears to be like the darkest shade of burgundy imaginable. Um, Ariadne, it reminds you of like a very old port wine. Um, around the waist, he sort of steps forward and very carefully drapes a long string of, of pearls. Oh, um, and he steps back and looks at you and goes, I have to imagine a woman of your stature has jewelry to match absolutely mm. yes good what do you think everyone Chris i'm is waiting just, your, for your praise just jaw dropped and she's like it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful and gris kind of like closes her eyes for a second and she's like Raphael, didn't tell you but when we were in the dream realm leon had these eyes red and gold okay and this it's exactly that. Mm. And Gris is like so excited, and then she realizes like she maybe shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, um, your dream self it is complicated, but they were they were they were beautiful and enchanting and Don't kind worry, of Don't worry, my dear. They were scary, Gris. I understand. Gris is like, Gris is pretty. <laughs> 
I do agree, the dress is beautiful. And then he, he turns to Leona and looks at her for a second and goes, we do so much red for you, dear. So I much. Thought, why not gild you in gold? I love the change. I think it's beautiful. I think it suits me. I love it. I love it, Raphael. He nods. Thoughtfully. Chris just whispers, like, gild. <laughs> he looks Leon's eyes cut to Gris, <laughs> connects, and then looks back at Raphael in, like, a... <laughs> Chris is like, my bad. <laughs> he smiles at both of you. Just like, I didn't know dressmakers had a gild. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> he laughs and um waves gris back towards towards the dressing area and goes i really should get more than one of these but i have to say lady labelle you are one of the few people i know who actually brings friends to these sort of things really oh i don't know if you've noticed but a lot of people here sort of have sticks up their butts you know, when I think about it, Alice is quite similar in a lot of ways. Mm -mm. That is why I was so excited to meet Ariadne when you first came. In my experience, the Wood Elves know actually how to have fun. <laughs> I'm just like, because uh, I'm still like this, probably. Sorry <laughs> to disappoint. Oh like, no, you're fabulous. You're fabulous. I love you. <clears throat> and he sort of like clears his throat and goes. Mm. <clears throat> So, um, you went to the dream realm, you met a handsome man, you're- but birds, don't forget that part. Birds. On purpose? No. Oh, no. Uh, mine was on purpose. Yes, but- You can you do can that. You can become a bird whenever you want. <laughs> and, and Leon looks to Raphael and was like, on the way to the volcano, we stumbled upon an island, Turns out, very powerful sorceress on there. Turned turned, anyone who wasn't a woman into birds. Uh, mm. So we had to handle that situation. It uh, seems and then like we could go. maybe she'd get along with the women down the block then. <laughs> I would, I would say, uh, and Leon just kind of trails off and is like, probably. Not wanting to say like, yeah, no, we killed her. <laughs> <laughs> he nods thoughtfully and looks at you for a moment longer and goes, I see. <clears throat> Lady Littlefoot, if you would make your grand entrance. And he does like a little hand thing and there's sort of a shower of sparks. And he goes, sorry, I'm just very excited that you don't get to make these kinds of things that often. Chris is like, Lady? And she's, you know, kind of steps out and and does kind of a like ruffling of the the skirts of her dress kind of excitedly because it's not something she usually wears and does like a little a little twirl chris knows how to show off every now and then he sort of applauds in a big circle as <laughs> as you and he goes oh leon is also applauding i am a mm -hmm. genius i just think you should all know i am a genius you are and leon he is nodding. does sort of another dramatic gesture to gris and um <laughs> And and as he does so, uh, sort of gestures to the shoulders of her dress. So Gris is wearing um, a green dress, also covered in delicate gold embroidery. You can see sort of leaves and forest insignias upon it. And he goes, 
I, I don't know if you noticed, but I paid special attention to the things that you all like. Leon writes me. She's told me much about you. Which is why I didn't call the guard when Galen came in. Um, <laughs> the dress is cinched at the waist with pale gold silk and uh, is sort of fitted over a cream-colored shirt uh, cuffed in the same green and gold as the dress itself. And um, where, where he's gestured to the shoulders is um, a thick layer of what appears to be fur. Um, and he, he goes for warmth and he sort of kneels down to Gris and he says, I've found as I grow older, I am less and less accustomed to the chill this, this time of year. So you can remove those and put them over your typical garb. <laughs> if you so feel. And then he um, he also wraps around your shoulders as, as he's kneeling down a burgundy cloak held in place mm. by a golden pin. As you look closer, Gris, you notice that it's in the shape of a chickadee with a single tiny emerald glimmering in the eye. Gris kind of touches the chickadee and she's like, that's how you knew, because she was, you know, as in the dressing room, kind of noticed it. And she smiles at Leon, and she's like, I love it. And she just kind of touches the fur, and she's just kind of in awe of all these textures. And, and, and just kind of, yeah, go ahead. He sort of giggles and shakes his head, and he's like, no, no, Leon doesn't tell me everything I know about you. Then how did you? Don't worry about it. You look fantastic. <laughs> Chris is like... Yeah. She's Ari just goes, she <laughs> You always say ominous things like, like we shouldn't follow up questions with them. And I understand. But still. <laughs> she just chuckles. Ariadne, stop making clever observations and go change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, as I'm walking, I don't think observations need to qualify her. That's why they're observations. And then I <laughs> walk in. <laughs> Oh, Chris, Chris he like shakes his head and he's Ariadne. like young elves sorry go on <laughs> Gris chuckles as Ariadne walks away and, and she kind of touches the like tails of the cloak and she's like I know you said not to wear it over my normal clothes but I really like this refill I just might <laughs> oh, you absolutely may as I said it gets quite chilly I don't like it Gris nods and she's like it's also very chilly when you're very small I can imagine. Yes, yes, of course. Well, I'm sure your Triton friend doesn't mind it, so if he ever has any extra clothes, just borrow them from him. From what I hear, he likes to be shirtless, and personally, I don't mind. Chris, please, I'm married, not dead. Surely you understand the difference. Chris nods, and she's like, I mean, the first time I saw him do that Triton thing, I too was impressed, Raphael. I too was impressed. And she just kind of like smiles distantly at Galen. Leon kind of <laughs> chuckles under her breath and says, I'm actually pretty sure that's exactly what Gris said. <laughs> so at this point, uh, the three of them are sort of all like looking at you, Galen. Two of them very fondly. The third is Leon, and she's sort of giving you her patented like, hi, Galen face. <laughs> um, I think at this point I'm just like not paying attention and just doing like little water tricks while everybody gets dressed mm. and then just look up and just be like oh and just 
mm-hmm. make the water disappear. Mm-hmm. Leona's just nodding like, yeah. Gris kind of turns to Raphael and she's like, he really has warmed up quite a bit, I have to say. Hard to tell, but he's changed. Hmm. Yes, well, even the prickliest among us have soft hearts, Gris. Gris just nods and she's like, although most of it's probably be. <laughs> yes, well, love can make you softer. And he like, uh, does a little hand thing and the curtains snap open, revealing Ariadne standing there awkwardly, having just finished gotten dressed. Mm-hmm. Did Leon I hear gasps. that? Okay. I don't even know what it looks like yet. She's gasping. So Ariadne is dressed in a light maroon tunic accented in gold with a orange wrap uh, sort of over their shoulder and around their waist um, that's decorated with intricate embroidery in the same gold thread as as the tunic, just sort of glittering along the edges of of this wrap. Um, Also, as you step out, he presents you with a pair of burnt orange shoes. And he, uh, he says, if you wear wraps to a ball, Leon has my permission to kill you. I don't she think has her permission have to try. <laughs> Can you yeah. just wear the shoes, Ari, please? I, I'm already taking them from him. It's more Lovely. just like, I, I, I turn to, uh, uh, to just to Raphael and even just go like, I, they need so much training, Raphael. So, so much tra- Raphael. <laughs> he nods, like, unblinking, like he knows exactly what you're talking about, and he goes, oh. I'm yeah. so sorry, but all yeah. I can offer is the clothes. I'll wear the shoes if it makes them take the, take the hit instead. <laughs> he nods again, and he's like, yes, well, you know, it's... Okay. They have a lot less time to learn what we have to learn. And uh, he sort of steps back and looks, he looks at your outfit all pulled together and seems a little disappointed and goes, "Mm, I like stand like out framed. I'm just like, look at your clothes. (laughs) (sighs) The emphasis on simplicity just goes against my nature. And he flicks his wrist once more and a wooden box floats up from behind the counter drifting towards him. He plucks it out of the air and opens it, picking through its contents, um, before selecting a few gold rings and bracelets, along with a golden anklet, which he sort of presents to you and goes, these, and he says this um, in Elvish, and then looks at you for a moment and goes, Sylvan? And switches quickly to Sylvan. These are free of charge. And um, he passes his lips over the the jewelry very carefully and quickly, um, whispering something you can't quite make out in a language you don't understand. And guidance towards what you seek and sort of um, start sliding them onto your your hands and wrists before um, handing you the anklet. still a little confused by what he said um but i look at them and obviously like can just see like all the craftsmanship and the the sort of meaning that they must have uh and i'm just like I... thank you why 
the journey you walk is long. And there are changes coming for you, Ariadne. I mean, this seems like a change enough. And I like can smile a little bit. I meant changes on the inside. Ah, who needs those? And I just chuckle and I like I'll start putting them on. Just like, yeah, yeah, I know I get what you're saying, yeah, but I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> he nods for a moment and goes. You do deserve redemption, Ariadne. And then he steps back and quickly switches back to common. And goes, <clears throat> Well, Miss LaBelle. Yes, Raphael? I believe you owe me a significant sum of money. I do. <laughs> I owe 203 to catch up from Valdithus last night. And then how much do I owe you? I'm just going to give it all to you. That's good. He tends to spend his money very unwisely. You know, he, <laughs> he pays the rent and buys food, and it's like, why is our mead so low quality? Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's an important consideration. That is what I am saying, Ariadne. That is what I am saying. And he's like, if of, you're gonna drink it, might as might as well be good. <laughs> he like he nods appreciatively of of all the points that you were making and goes. They are quite wise. You, you should listen to them. Chris just nods. Saying this from the start. <laughs> well, what can I say? Some of us are unappreciated in our time. And he's like looking at all of you, sort of seems to be doing some math on his head. Um, stops and thinks for a moment and goes, Well, as you know, my muse never has to pay for her dresses. However, the pearls... <sighs> were quite difficult to obtain. You have to go down to the bottom of the ocean. In fact, <clears throat> sticky fingers, if you ever want to make some extra money, I could use a fresh source. Legitimately, um, <clears throat> I don't think that's for Galen. I can swim, it's fine. You can swim. Oh, I know. You can swim. <laughs> <laughs> he nods and he goes, mm, let's call it 120 gold. Perfect. Um, so Leon kind of goes fishing in her pack, um, and she, um, pulls out 323 gold and hands it to Raphael. He looks at it and he goes, I'm not going to count this. I trust that you did the math correctly, and if you didn't, well, you your know mother where knows where I am, I know where she is, and... Exactly, it, yes. We're good for it. Mm. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, he sort of throws open the door using magic and goes, Now get, I am sick of you. I, I do not want to see you, but I swear to God, if you do not keep in touch or stop by soon, I will find you, Muse. Yes, I'll be back very soon. Don't worry. <laughs> and I need, like, I want some, like, new outfits. I have, like, armor that I need to wear, but I want to, like, fashion it. You'll, you'll, you'll be hearing from me. Um, you all start to walk out the door, and as you go to leave, Galen, he grabs your arm, and he goes, If you can get me a meeting with B, I will be forever in your debt. I'll see what I can do. Right tell, her, tell her I will make her an outfit. That's all I'll need to tell her. Okay. She's a very busy woman, but she'll drop everything for her outfits. <laughs> You chose well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
And uh, he also kneels down to Gris and looks her in the eyes and says um, very sincerely, even for what he's saying. And you, I'm sure your reunion was fabulous, but if you ever need to make it more fabulous, I have a color of lace I think will suit you quite well. <laughs> Gris kind of blushes and then gives gives him a little bit of a wink and she's like, I definitely will uh, come calling. And she kind of flings the cape out and does one last twirl and says, we'll see you soon, Rachel. <laughs> he nods and uh, as you sort of walk down the street, he pokes his head out of his shop and yells, and Leon, <clears throat> if it works out with this man and you have someone else make the dress, I swear to God, I swear to all of them, all of the gods, I will make sure that marriage ends poorly. <laughs> Leon, Leon kind of calls back and is like, we're not, we're not there yet, but don't worry. No one would ever else cross my mind, Raphael. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> And I, what I, and I call back as Leon does that, or like either on top of her or right after. I go, "Don't worry, they've gone quiet, so I'll make sure to enforce it." And then just keep walking. <laughs> he, uh, you all sort of begin to walk down the street towards the gates to town. Um, as you leave Raphael's shop in the distance, the last sight you see of his face, his expression. His eyebrows are, are pressed together, his lips drawn into a pensive frown, and, and his expression reminds you very much of his husband, as if he's looked into your soul and seen more than he is ever to let you, ever willing to let you in on. Okay. So Leon wants to find a carriage or something. Good um, news to get you. us to Alice faster. You all follow Leon to the gates. She is very clearly looking for a carriage. Um, it doesn't seem particularly busy. Presumably, uh, you know, there's not a lot of exchange between the human capital and the elf capital. A lot of bad blood there still might have something to do with the big war that had a lot of people die in it. But uh, you do see a merchant um, and you hail him. He agrees to allow you all to ride with him to Aelis. His wagon is far less luxurious than that that you rode to Freylin. And um, you all sort of ride in, in the back of, of this open air carriage. Um, you've got the various parcels from, from Raphael. Leon has tucked into her bag, which once again seems far too small to hold the amount of things that she puts into it. Um, you arrive to the city gates of, of Aelis, covered in a thin layer of dust. Um, the guards let you through easily, asking very few questions. Um, and Leon leads the party. She walks with clear purpose and a lot more determined even than you're used to from her. It would be intimidating if you didn't know her so well. Um, she leads you past the first gates and into the city's inner walls. Um, and, and to the city's inner walls. Aelis, like many capitals, is a double-walled city, with the first walls protecting sort of the common population and the inner walls uh, reserving the, sort of protecting the area reserved for the nobility and upper class. Um, she greets the guards with a smile and they greet her with equal deference, although they do look to the rest of her party members 
somewhat suspiciously, especially given their grime. Um, they ask a few questions, most of which she short, sort of manages to brush off before allowing you into the inner cities. Within this, these inner walls, the streets are much wider than the rest of Alas, and paved with river stones, which are large and flat and much gentler beneath your feet than the uneven cobbling of the winding roads of the outer walls. The homes that li line these roads are large and grand, partially obscured by manicured shrubbery covered in climbing vines whose lines draw the eye towards the columns and picture windows of the home's facades far too perfectly for their growth to be accidental. Leon, still walking very briskly, so quickly that Ariadne has to reach down and pick up Gris and place her on their shoulders so that really no one gets left behind in this very brisk <laughs> movement through the city. Um, Leon leads you to a grand manor, climbing the steps assuredly. You stand before a large oak door, sort of um, lined by columns, and the lacquered surface of this door reflects the light of the setting sun. The knocker is in the shape of a dragon curled around an egg. Um, so, <laughs> Leon, before like doing anything with the door, Leon turns around and says, Welcome to my home. Chris's jaw drops. Like, it's probably yeah. touching Ari's head at this point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, this is your home? Yes. All of this? This is the LaBelle Manor, yeah. You were kidding when you said It's even nicer yeah. How many LaBelles did you say there were? Like, we're a very around. old family. So there's a lot of you? Not right now. But it's really big. I don't... Yeah. And how, how many, many people, people live here? Not many. <laughs> so do Why you not? have empty rooms? Is well, it a hotel? We fill them. They're like sitting rooms and libraries and guest rooms. But it's not an inn. No, it's the manor. It's the ha it's our house. Uh -huh. I see that there's a disconnect uh -huh. here. <laughs> uh <-huh. Yeah. laughs> if yeah. <laughs> Leon's like, it's just it's just the house. She's like, it's just the house. Um, and she kind of turns around and uh, she she uses the knocker uh, to knock on the door. If at that point I notice the knocker, I go, huh. <laughs> so, did you try that before or after? <laughs> it's been like that the whole time. It's a bit ironic, I know. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, so, so you had no clue the whole time? that The we, whole uh... time? A bit of foreshadowing, if anything. Uh, honestly, Galen. Yeah. <laughs> Gris is more stuck on the fact that you knocked on your own door, and she's like, you just, you knocked on your own, you don't It's a very it. heavy door. Yeah, you didn't knock at Valdithus's door. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a lie. I'm allowed to just walk in with Valdithus. Just late. Walk in you know, if you're away. You can't walk into your own home. It's a heavy door. Plus... <laughs> You'll see. If I, if <laughs> the door swings open, and framed in the doorway is a man who appears to be between the ages of 65 and 80 years old. He is human, dressed very smartly, and stands stick straight. May I help you? Oh, Lady LaBelle, it is wonderful to see you. Good evening. Uh, how are you? I'm quite well. Are these new servants? 
<laughs> Leon, Leon chuckles and says, No, no, do you remember the adventuring party I told you about? Oh, yes. Yes, this is them. Hmm. And, and Leon kind of turns and says, Introduce yourselves. She's like very excited. <laughs> Gris is like, But who is this? I am Bertram. Bertram. Well, it's wonderful to meet you, Bertram. I am Gris Littlefoot. And she extends her hand as she expects she should do uh, in a royal situation. And, and kind of the other arm comes out in kind of a bow over Ariadne's head. And is like, a pleasure to meet you, Sir Bertram. Bertram Gris, he's, yeah, yeah. appears, he's, is wearing gloves, and sort of removes one. And um, sort of awkwardly takes your hand to shake it and goes, well met. Leon looks at Bertram and is like, they don't quite understand. So close to this man, was like, uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> That's Ari. <laughs> and, the, and the thief that you've brought to your mother's home? His name is Galen. Galen oh. respectfully bows before Bertram. <laughs> Bertram is the family's butler. Remember I was telling you about him? Can I look up at Gris? I look at, yeah, I look up at Gris and I go, Bread buying man! <gasps> Could it's I help you that. buy bread? It's more than that. How much it's do you pay for bread here? The normal price for bread, I would assume. I just don't know how much that is. Gris kind of tugs on her tunic and she's like, I could teach you how to make bread, you know. Save you lots of money. I'm sure the cooks would love to know that. I'm sure money is the last thing that they think about here, Gris. Our chefs well, I... are perfectly capable of making their own bread, Miss Littlefoot. <clears throat> oh, Lady Riddell? Yes, Bertram? May I welcome you home? And he, like, Thank pushes you. open the door entirely and steps aside, holding the door open for all of you. And uh, as you start to walk in, he looks at the um, three who are not Leon and go, I wouldn't mind if you wiped off your feet. <laughs> Okay. Chris kind of quiets down from Ariadne. Yeah, I like hold an arm out like usual, like routine at this point. I'm just like, slide. <laughs> and Chris is like, Leon, where do we wipe them? Uh, I'm assuming there's like a like a carpet right as you walk in, right? There is, um, yep. but it's, Chris, you're a little confused because it's much fancier than any carpet you've ever seen. Leon kind of points to that one. She's like, that's the one we wipe our feet on. Gris, Gris looks down at her bare feet on this, like, I imagine slightly posh carpet. It's and very she's posh. Like, she's mm -hmm. like, you want me to get it dirty? It's already dirty. Gris looks again and then looks at Leon and, like, raises an eyebrow, like, it through is. her forehead. And she's like, okay. And she just gently, like, wipes her feet and kind of crinkles her toes in the carpet a little. <laughs> and just stands there oh, waiting. Yeah. Why has no concept this, of 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 the carpet having value, so they just go for it before realizing that it's like not going to help with cloth that is already dirty. So they like start to like shuffle that off and just pick it up. And I'm like, all right, I'll go barefoot. They're cleaning <laughs> that way. <laughs> as um as they're wiping their feet off, Leon looks kind of like leans over to Bertram and is like, "Sorry." Hmm. I shall inform your mother that the circus is in town. <laughs> and he, like, sort of walks up a flight of stairs um, that 
enters into this main hallway. It's not so much a flight of stairs so much as a grand marble staircase. Probably 20 to 30 feet wide. Um, the banister is made of the same marble as the staircase itself, and it is pristine, sparkling clean. Leon kind of like looks around and is like, so what does everyone think? Uh, how many people you're expecting to come down the staircase? Well, it's just, the, it's the grand staircase. I don't even- Well, yeah, but you said not that many people lived here. Right, but we hold balls. We hold a ball. And they all come down and up the stairs at the same time? Why does it have to be that white? Well, everybody has to have their moment. Their moment. Leon. And I look at Chris. Yes, Chris. Did we offend Bertrand? No. He's just... He's just like that? He's just, yes. He's very, um... He's very good at running the manor. He's very, he's very good at it. Mm. Chris is like kind of like sad because she sensed some like weirdness and she's like, I read the books. I thought I introduced myself properly. He's he's very used to um and Leon's trying to like kind of put this sensitively. Um she's like he's he's used to only nobility or very high ranking merchants being at the home. Uh I thought you said you told him about us. We did. That doesn't mean he was prepared. Okay. Um, my other It's question... not on you. It's not on you. Gotcha. Okay. If I have people watching me all the time here, I'm going to be upset. Is that a thing? No. No, Bertram Chris. has so much to do every day. He has to run the whole household. So He called me a thief. That means you yes, told how him. Did, how did he know? <laughs> all of us servants. He's a very good... I don't know, maybe he could tell? Galen sort of just like gestures to himself and is like, do I look like a thief in these? We're not um, wearing the fancy dress, right? <clears throat> behind, uh, you are not. You took them off, you oh. put them into Leon's <laughs> bags. But uh, behind you, Galen, you hear someone clear their throat. <clears> throat> Uh-oh. No offense, sir, but... Well-respecting gentlemen do not dress as such. And you realize that Bertram is now standing behind you, having seemingly reappeared from nowhere. Galen sort of just, his face just like, is flush. <laughs> to cut the tension, Leon goes, Do you know where my mother is? Is she mm -hmm. in the sitting room? It's so funny you should ask, Lady LaBelle. <clears throat> and Bertram sort of like rolls his eyes for a moment. <clears throat> Leon knows what's coming, and she's like, oh. Presenting Her Excellency, the mm -hmm. notoriously beautiful, the enchanting, the well-to-do, <clears throat> Lady Luciana Lubell. And uh, appearing at the top of the staircase and descending slowly with one hand in the air and the other on the banister appears a woman who looks very much like your companion. Uh, Luciana, as you have been told her name is, in many ways resembles, yes, her daughter. She is similarly built, curvaceous in a manner particularly impressive for her age. Though her hair is streaked with gray, held in place by golden clips, 
She's dressed as if she has somewhere to go, in a dress that is form-fitting at its top, perhaps a little age-inappropriate, but who's to tell her what to do, <laughs> and looser at its bottom. Um, she is also dressed in quite tall heels, with gold jewelry adorning her wrists and neck. Um, she beams when she sees her daughter, although she does not stop her very dramatic descent down these steps. It becomes very clear to all of you where Leon got her flair for the dramatic. When she gets to the bottom of the staircase, she doesn't appear to have noticed the rest of the party yet. Her eyes focus solely on her daughter and she holds open her arms for a hug. Leon runs up and hugs her mom. <laughs> she holds you very closely, her eyes closed, very clearly excited and says, Oh, Leon, it is just so wonderful to see you again. Hello, Mama. How are you? I brought my friends. The ones She's, I told you all about. She steps back and seems to pull herself back into her sort of ethereal, dramatic sense of self and goes, Oh, well, it's so wonderful to see all of you. Chris does the bell thing again. <laughs> and tries to, like, do a bell and also kind of a curtsy, not really sure which one to do. She's like, Hi, it's so nice to meet you! <laughs> Leon, I cannot believe you have not yet introduced me to your friends. Well, I was just about to. Um, Leon, Leon kind of motions to Gris and says, This is uh, Gris Littlefoot. I told you all about her. Um, and then Leon motions to Ari and says, this is Ariadne Ancaiulta, but you can call them Ari. Um, and this, that is Galen Wavefair. Um, these are the three that went with me to search. You know what? I, to I told you about it. I told you everything. So mm. these are the ones that got me back safely. Well, I hope that you are as pleased to meet um, Leon's more pleasant side of the family. <laughs> um, we are quite pleased to have you here. Um, Bertram has decided to, um, uh, get some rooms ready for you, and, uh, Perfect. I do ask that before you make use of our linens, you take a bath. Um, I shall show you to the library, um, but, uh, first may I have a word with my daughter? in private. Chris just kind of smiles yeah. and, and nods enthusiastically. Galen just nods. <laughs> he, he's I mean, like they're... too busy thinking to himself. He's like, I can't ever bring B here. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is way too much. He's preoccupied with himself. <laughs> and I'm just turning to Chris and going like, with a stare that wide, we can all go up together. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> so I like, I like, did motion Galen over. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Luciana kind of pulls you off to the side um, into a sort of alcove. Uh, it's it's almost like it's, it's its own room and it definitely would be in a typical home. However, by your standards, it is not much more than a well-decorated closet. Mm -hmm. She pulls you aside and she goes, <clears throat> Are you here for Samarius's ball? Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, Mama, we are. Do you I mean, we're here for other things. We need to go, uh, you know the, the religious thing just outside the city? 
Oh, yes, of course. That's where we took you to get you christened. I'm not yeah. sure if that's the proper word, but they they said your name and they they yeah. told us that you would, you know, if you were to die as an infant, you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. I can't say I remember that, but glad you did it. Oh, honey, um, yeah. I'd be scared if you did. <laughs> uh, we we are going to go there after, but I got the invitation to Marius's ball, and so... Do you I... have something to wear? Oh, of course. Remember Ray Remember Valdithas and Raphael? Oh, of course. I sent him the invitation. Yeah. I'm assuming that's how you got yes. here. Yes, we were in Fraylin. Raphael made us all some fantastic outfits. I'm actually... Mama, I'm going to be wearing gold. Oh, honey, that's going to look so good on you. You know, it you should... great. You should ask your grandmother if you can borrow her pearls. Now... I think I will. About Sir Marius. Yes. <clears throat> You know, Leon, I try not to put too much pressure on you, <sighs> but he is an eligible bachelor, he's very handsome, mm -hmm. from a very good family, you would be marrying into good status, yes. and you're not getting any younger. Oh. I'd like to be a grandmother before I die, at some point oh. before I die. Leon, I know you don't like children all that much, but... You are the last label of your name. You can just have them and hand them off to Bertram if you want, if he lives that long. God knows maybe I won't. Leon, Leon kind of looks at her mother and is like, okay. Mama, I... Leon? Quite like Sir Marius. He's very you handsome. You know that him and I have been promenading, going out for meals every time he's an A-list, but I don't think we're quite at the getting married point. Well, what do you have to do to, do, to get there? Have you tried sleeping with him? That usually works. <laughs> I'm trying to take it slow. Mm. Taking Especially it slow all the while, your, your mother's just slowly dying. I understand. <laughs> I understand. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the dress does it does it make your boobs look good? Because that's another trick. That's another of one. Of course that's, it does. That's of how course. you. That's how you get a proposal. I learned from you, the best. Yes. Well, I never did marry your father. Though now we know. Probably for the best. Yes. Well. <sighs> that's true. And I got you, mm -hmm. and you're beautiful and talented, and you make me proud every day. So. Oh, thank you, Mama. Uh, meanwhile, over by the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was like the best performance we've had ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, so, do you think the baths are large? <laughs> do you think you'll drown, Grace? Can I you don't tell? know that I can get into a bath here. Oh, uh, can find you a stool? A stool, maybe. Uh, Several? You lift me in, but I don't know if I'm that. Well, you can lift me in, Ariadne. Galen, you can't come. That's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Uh, I just don't understand. Is it just Leon and her mother? It's awfully big for just the two of them. Well, and Bertram. Well, they've got Bertram, yeah. His personality fills another room. Do you think the cooks live here? I'm sure they do. I mean, look at this place. I mean, I've seen places like this in Aquara, but 
at different times of the day and everybody was asleep and oh you know never never mind yeah, yeah no i'm sure you could uh, really appreciate the detail in the architecture at uh oh what was it midnight oh galen mm -hmm. can you tell how expensive this is you know i can't put quite a number on it but it's pretty damn expensive chris just nods and kind of surveys the room and and, and looks around and she's like where do you think the kitchen is Oh, wait, we're supposed to go to the library. I just would like a snack. It's been a while. <laughs> See, but, but the thing is, she said there were several libraries. How does she not get lost in here? Well, Hold on. She... Yep. Let, me, let me try something. I've always wanted to try this. And Galen sort of just like reaches up and just like claps his hands twice. Like, <laughs> roll for success. <laughs> Chris is like, what is what? that? <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to roll? Just a d20? Just roll a d20. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Ari's also just very confused, just like... I, oh, an eight. It echoes, but the echo's not very good. Mm. <laughs> you think maybe at well, the top of the stairs it would be better. Maybe Bertram didn't hear me that time, and Galen moves to the top of the stairs. So as you're climbing the stairs, Bertram appears beside you and goes, <clears throat> Master Wayfair, may I ask where you think you're going? <laughs> Galen sort of just, like, turns around with, like, a... Them. Like look on his face, like back to the party, and he turns back around and is like, "Uh, we were looking for the library." Also, the kitchen. I am sure that Lady Leon will guide you there. As for the kitchen, I have been instructed to go tell the cooks to begin dinner. But if you are quite hungry, I will make sure that by the time you arrive at the library, there are pre-meal rations sufficient for someone of your. Stature? Status? Chris is like, stature, okay. Status? I'm just gonna ignore that. Uh, thank you, Bertram. And Galen sort of like puts one hand across his chest and just bows. Ari just, looks at Galen, yeah. <laughs> Ari just looks at Galen just like, what are you... <laughs> Maybe the Who customs are, are different here. I don't know. Chris I don't think like... the culture's that different. Chris, like, leans towards Galen, and she's like, That was mean, right? Stat status? That that was mean, yes. He's making judgments about me based on my appearance. It's not nice. At that point, we didn't um... Call servants when we walked in, I don't... <laughs> it's, That's also true. Leon and her mother reappear, and Leon's mother sort of brushes her hair to the side and goes... Well, Liam, I think you would do well to keep in mind what I told you, especially that first hint. I found it to be yeah. quite successful. Um, why don't you take your friends to the, to the Grand Library, and yes. I will send Bertram for you, or another servant. When dinner is prepared, your grandmother will be very excited to see you, but for now she is napping. Please don't wake her up. She has... No. I would never. Been in quite the mood today. Oh. Oh. Do we think the nap is gonna help today? Who knows? Uh, okay. No. I will... Okay. Yep. And Liam just kind of nods and is like... Y'all wanna come with me? Chris just follows and, and she's a little crestfallen. <laughs> yeah, Galen doesn't say anything and he just follows. Head hanging a little bit. <laughs> um, Leon 
kind of starts to walk them towards the library with purpose. She like wants to get them to the grand library before they start talking about anything. So you enter the library through a large door. It is probably 12 or 13 feet tall. The library itself is so tall, um, you have to crane your neck to see, see the ceiling. Um, up to the ceiling is just shelves of books. One wall appears to be made entirely of windows, which let in this, the, the light of the sunset. There are many overstuffed chairs, just with the finest possible velvets and silks and little throw pillows. Um, there is also a low table in the center of the room, upon which um, is a loaf of daintily sliced bread, baked cheeses and apples and fruits. Um, Covered in some honey. Leon kind of looks around and says, Did any of you ask Bertram to bring snacks? Uh, uh, yes. Great idea. Great idea. Chris uh, is like, no, it, yeah. He was he, kind of rude about it. Though. He kind of just yeah. assumed, but yeah. Uh, I mean, at the he, very least, he thinks our status and stature is worth some honey. He I didn't say, to Galen. He didn't talk about He did. Did he really? He did, yeah. Leon. Uh, Leon, have you not been that. listening to a single thing out of his mouth since we walked in? Uh, I think I must just be used to him. He's not usually... Well, he is kind of usually like this. I'm very sorry. Chris kind of shovels like an apple and some honey in her mouth and, and while crunching says, He kind of looked at me like he's never seen a halfling before. That mm. could very well be the case. Yeah. She just Sometimes <laughs> people in Alice don't... Well, they don't leave their own bubble. Chris kind of nods. I'm one of the few who does. And I'm pretty insufferable. And she kind of like chuckles to herself. Chris, Imagine what Chris, the rest is, of them are like. Chris is like, not as insufferable as Bertram. <laughs> <laughs> he really is nice once you get to know him. Um, yeah, I don't think any of us are willing to wait that long. Yeah. I get it. I do. Uh, you could also just... I don't... You could just ignore him? Oh, and you'd think he'd let us. I mean, he. if I told him to, he would. He appeared out of nowhere. He does that. True, that was creepy. It's just kind of his thing. He runs the house. Where does he go? Well, he lives here. I know. He has his... Yeah. So does everybody- the cooks live here too? They were trying to figure out how many people- Well, they live in the servants' quarters. Is that not here? Well, no, it's here, but it's not in the main house. Well, where me and Mama and so Grandma live. There's more houses? Well, no, it's like, it's the servants' quarters. Leon doesn't- Leon's like, this is difficult <laughs> for her to explain, right? She's like, because it's just like so second nature to her. She's like, it's just the servants' quarters. Gris lives in like a shack, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's rooms are like uniform, so it's yeah. just like I, I don't. Yeah, Galen literally lives in like a rundown building that's been abandoned. <laughs> so, like... Gris just kind of nods and and looks up at the this hall wall of windows, and she's like, "This is actually quite beautiful, Leon. This is one of my favorite rooms in the house. I've always she, spent a lot of time here." She kind of smiles and says, "Now I kind of get a better idea." Of your letters when you wrote to me. I yes. know you spent a lot of time here. I wrote like, a lot of them here, a lot of them in my bedroom. Um, and Leon says, the book that I mentioned yesterday. Oh, yes. 
I found it somewhere in here. No idea what it was called. No. It was about paladins. Um, I found it somewhere. What I suggest... About paladins while you're training to be a oh, paladin. That's, that's, I was reading... How, how ingenious. As, I know. <laughs> I, I read quite a few books um, before even picking up a sword. Um, oh yeah? Did your head hurt? No. I'm very smart, Ari. Um, and Leon kind of says, I do want to speak with you all one-on-one. -on -one. Um, just kind of discuss the ball tonight. Uh, so here's what I propose. We snack, and then we each... The, this may be a beautiful library, but... Well, not all of the Paladin books are together. Some of them are in different spots. Uh, or with references to paladins. We could also look for books with references to gods. Um, I say we split up, um, and then I'm just going to grab each of you. And is there, like, a room anywhere really close that's, like, a little study or, like, a little sit-down room or something that she can just, like, quickly skirt them into to have one-on-one -on -one combos with? There is. There's a smaller area that um, your mother used to use to sort of run the accounts for the various stores that your family owns, mm -hmm. um, and now you've sort of transformed into your own private study. Mm-hmm. I have a study just across the hall. I'd like to... There's, there are some things that I need to discuss with you all prior to tonight. Chris kind of nods. Tomorrow night, rather. Yeah. <laughs> and finishes her, her sliced apple and she's like, okay, well, I guess point me in the direction to start. I'll start uh, looking and reading. <laughs> she just kind of looks up at the long, tall shelves of books. <laughs> Leon looks at Ari and says, can I grab you first? I mean, do I have a choice? Chris I mean, first, first or second. I'm like, I just like make a motion to just like tell me where to go. Perfect. <laughs> Follow me. Um, and Leon kind of leads Ari into the study. This leaves um, Gris and Galen sort of standing in the middle of this gigantic room filled with books looking for one specific book, which maybe feels like Leon trying to distract you from the fact that she's having private, secret conversations with people. Chris tilts her head towards Galen and just like, do you know how libraries work? Well, my aunt and uncle work in one. Oh. Um, and they usually tend to alphabetize the books. Oh. But it also depends on the librarian. Can I like roll perception to see if I see like nameplates or mm -mm. a Dewey Decimal System of some kind? <laughs> yeah, you can you can roll it. Okay. Is Dewey Decimal copyrighted? No. Wooey Wesimal. Fifteen plus nine twenty-four. <laughs> okay, so you uh, do a quick kind of spin around in a circle. Um, the first thing you notice is that. Whoever sort of organized this library, your aunt and uncle would be ashamed of. It appears that the primary organization system is not by subject or alphabet, but by book color. The colors of the covers of the books appear to be the central theme around organizing. Um, Galen, it hits you in a moment that actually, now that you think about it, most people from a common background that you know don't know how to read. Uh, B seems to have learned from her parents, who seem well-educated. Strike, however, was incapable of reading. 
um, something that you often teased him for but refused to help him with because, frankly, strikes strikes sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. Instead, everything's organized by color. Presumably, the servants have done this in lieu of being able to read the titles of the books. <sighs> Galen sort of just lets out like an exasperated sigh and puts his hands on his hips. <sighs> My aunt and uncle would be so disappointed. Oh? I guess we just gotta look for the title of the book on the spines, Gris. It's all organized by color. Gris's eyes are just like wide and she can like hear like Reese's voice in the back of her head, like screaming internally. <laughs> and she's like, how on earth will we ever find this book? We don't even know what it's called. Are we just looking for books that have the word paladin in the title? I mean, Leon made it seem like it was that easy. Leon's <laughs> lived here. Speaking of, what do you think of her mother? I think she's hiding something. Oh. Her voice can't, was a, can't... a little something, and I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Meanwhile... glad I wasn't the only one who heard that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other room, uh, Leon, you've taken Ari into the study. There's a large desk in the center, and... Um, Two or three chairs in there. Sometimes your mother or even Bertram or Grandmama likes to come in and uh, sit with you while you read. Leon kind it's of- It's training. Uh, I suggest something with much less breakable furniture. <laughs> uh, Leon kind of shuts the door behind her and says, the conversation's actually not going to take very long with you, Ari. Um, I just need to prepare you for the ball. Uh, you we know a lot about dance. me. I know you do. You know a lot about me. Um, uh, yeah. You know a lot about Marius. And I know that your lips are sealed. Uh, yeah. I'm not concerned about that. I just want you to be aware that some of the people that we will be attending this ball with are not as tolerant to elves. They're not very nice. Well, I'm not very nice. <laughs> I just, I wanted to warn you. That's uh, fair. And and uh, Arya like softens a little bit because they were like just pre pre prepared for Leon to be all like the noble rules and stuff. Uh, and just so they soften a bit, just go, I appreciate it, but I guarantee you I've been through worse. Yeah. Um, the good thing is you get to leave when this is over. True. But as Positive. long as there's drink there and Marius, I think oh, we'll be fine. There will be lots of drink. And I'm sure Marius will be very happy to see you. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, uh, I don't think I got his address, so I don't, I haven't, I didn't send him anything. It's okay. Just think about it. I mean, I, I thought we, I thought we, I thought we were, I just, uh, He thinks friendly. you're fantastic. <laughs> and I just like, stutters a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah, he's like, just very talented, obviously, and just like points at Leon's sword. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll be nice to see him party or not. Yes. Um, I'm sure he'll be very excited to see you, and, uh, yeah, I know your lips are sealed for Yeah, I've secrets. already forgotten what we're talking about. Perfect. Uh, but I also mean all of the- well, you didn't mention anything to Raphael, so, uh, I'm not worried about you talking about things that not everybody knows. Uh, and that's- And you're certain I, just... I know them? You were there. <laughs> and you're certain I know them? <laughs> 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 ah! 
Leon's like, at this point, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's and- a fair assumption. <laughs> and she kind of says, okay. I yeah. mean, you've got message. If I stumble some- onto something I'm not meant to say, you just exactly. y- you yell at me like you usually do. <laughs> no? That's that's a a I mean, point. it's expected at this point. I promise. Like, I- I've even got the volume kind of controlled down, so I don't have to hear you as loud. How did you do that? <laughs> We're elves. <laughs> um, and out with, of... a, with a with a thought that's louder. Um, it it, uh. it it works that way. Uh, when your head is as echoey as mine is, and they like focus, and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Leon smiles and is like, "Oh, Ari, you're wonderful." Um, and she says, "Yeah." So, uh, sorry about Bertram. Uh, and I did just want to warn you that yeah. uh, the prickliness of Galen is actually gonna be nothing in comparison to some of the people we're going to meet tomorrow uh and they'll be oh, relatively fair. polite have because you... of me but yeah have you not seen him though like i hope you know he's being incredibly polite to bertram considering that's good i'm i'm glad Hi everyone, Victoria here. I play Leon LaBelle. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Tabletop Tavern and to quickly remind you of a few things. You can find us on our Twitter at twitter.com slash tabletop tavern underscore. And we also live stream this podcast every single Thursday at 6 p.m. MST, 8 p.m. EST over on twitch.tv slash the tabletop tavern underscore. We would love to see you there. We are so, so happy and excited that you're listening to this episode of the podcast but if you ever want to watch us live we are live every single thursday we would like to remind everyone that if you tweet at us and use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on twitter with your theories your fan art or just your recommendations or you know compliments you have the opportunity and chance to be named after an npc so if you use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on twitter and you at us we may name you after an npc at some point we need to name npcs they need to have names and we would love for you all to be named after npcs for talking about our show and for spreading the word so thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode Meanwhile, in the other room, uh, Galen, you've sort of lifted Gris onto your shoulders and you're moving across the bookshelves <laughs> slowly, trying to read each and every title. You're currently still in the green covered books. <sighs> Gris is like, hmm, this one says Palladium? Never mind. And I feel like Leon and Ari that kind of like wrapped up their conversation and they're going to head back into the library. Unless, Ari, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Uh, no, I just, if, if we wrap it up, I just go, um, you're not, you're not getting out of training though. Oh no, I'd love to. As we're walking out. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea when we have some time. I need the practice. I really do. You walk into the library and see Gris balanced on Galen's shoulders. Both of them are very clearly actually looking at the bookshelf as you instructed them to. <laughs> does does the library have those like sliding ladders? I was just about to ask that. 
yes. But it's hidden away among the stacks and not clearly obvious from the from the okay. main area of the room. Leon sees Gris on Galen's shoulders and goes, You know we have those sliding ladders, right? They're somewhere in here. A what? The ladders that slide? Leon, all I have to say is, why is why why are these organized the way these are organized? Who organized this library? Galen says like very like almost angrily. It's like <laughs> who did this? Well, I don't know. It's always been like this. How do you find anything? Well, you just do. You just oh, I, we don't know the name of this book. We uh, we can't. We don't have a section about paladins. We're looking at green books, and they're all about herbs and. Well, I'm really excited to read maybe some of those later. But say. But there's like herbs, and then there's also some about um, life in Aelis and history mm-hmm. books. And I look around, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking around for the first time, not having seen it before, like the organization system. So I look around and see them all by color, and I'm just like, yeah, how else would you do it? Thank you, Ari. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to remember the color of the book, and then you can find the book. Are, are you telling me you remember the title of books? Yes. Yes. And Ari has like a little crisis. I'm just like, Oh no! <laughs> We've also never seen this book, so I have no idea what color it is. Leon, do you know? You don't know the title. Do you know the color? Do I? Roll um wisdom. <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Uh, check. 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 I mean, they're both plus one, so it doesn't matter. Well, that was a nat one. So um, Leon. Uh, Here's what you remember about the book. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. It had a cover. It had yeah. pages. It had words mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it had a title, but you're not sure. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was maybe in this library. I'm going to be honest with you, Gris. Mm-hmm. I was reading a lot of books about the same subject. I actually can't tell you what book it was. Leon, who gave you this book? It was here, I think. You? Leon. Can you summon Bertram? Maybe he knows. I was gonna say, I don't. Ass- I I presume you you don't put away your own books, Leon. Oh, Is that a fair you. assumption? I mean, usually I use Mage Hand <laughs> if I do it. Right, but do you what about usually your mother? do it? I mean, sometimes. Okay, so do you think someone who would have done it that wasn't you would remember where it went? No, I was reading lots of books at a time, like like a lot. You could ask Bertram. Bertram might know. Gris, I need to grab you, and then I'll call for Bertram when we're in the hallway heading to my uh, office study situation. Gris kind of grunts and hands two books that she's had under her arm down to Galen, and then kind of like scrambles down and (laughs) and follows after Leon. (laughs) All right, so Leon, you enter into the hallway with with Gris, leaving Ari and Galen in the library. Galen, you are now Mm -hmm. holding two books. One of them um, is titled The History of Fungi <laughs> in Kralin. And the second one is called Herbs, colon, Medicinal, Aromatic, Poisonous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad to know Gris didn't do any proper research yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we're in the hallway, Leon calls Bertram. Bertram sort of uh, steps out 
from behind a column that you're fairly sure he wasn't behind when you walked mm-hmm. by. Bertram, um, my friends are looking for a book that I was reading about paladins, and they're saying, well, one of them is saying that the library isn't organized very well. So I was wondering if you remembered the books about paladins that I was reading before I left for the Mm. festival. I can withdraw them post-haste, Lady LaBelle. Fantastic. Thank you, Bertram. So Bertram enters into the library and Ari and Galen, as you're standing there, he begins to remove just like a huge pile of books off the shelf. There's probably about... 350 that he has placed onto the floor. He looks at you and he goes, very well then, and then walks out of the room. <laughs> I just like flash a look to Ari and I'm like, can you believe him? <laughs> yeah, no, I... I don't know what's wrong with that man. <sighs> Meanwhile, in the study, Leona pushes open the door, Grace, and you are greeted by, um this room that she appears to have been using for uh, studying her, her paladin arts. Gris. And Leon shuts the door behind her. Gris kind of like watches her shut the door and she's like, listen, I didn't know Bertram was your butler. No, no, I was... it's fine. Gris, that's not what this is about. You have done nothing oh. wrong. Okay. You're good. It's fine. We need to talk about the ball. Oh, I've read lots of books. Um, mm-hmm. Reese and I dance a lot, but I don't think we do... The waltz? Or... It's fine. Okay. I'm more concerned about how friendly you are. Should I be more friendly? No, you should be less friendly, Gris. Um, Where we're going, people like to take friendliness and use it against them. This is going to be a whole new kind of danger for you. And you are sweet and you are polite and the people that we are going to be at this ball at are going to take that and they are going to use it against you Chris kind of swallows and she's like I thought these were friends of 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 Marius's isn't it his birthday yes um within noble circles Chris People are just as likely to pat you on the back as they are to stab you. I mean, the last time we went to a soiree, you did almost get stabbed, huh? Yes, but not in a literal sense. Oh, okay. Chris, when we were talking to Raphael, and I'm okay with it because it's Raphael, and I've pretty much told Valdithus everything anyways, you were very forthcoming with pieces of information that people shouldn't know. The eyes. And the whole concept of being in the dream world. And my father? Well, the dream world is... Not something we talk about at the ball. Oh. It's just so common in Dreamers Grove to talk we about. We don't talk about it. Okay, we do not talk about it. And Anything you know about me and Marius that is outside of us being nobility... I need you to not talk about it, Gris. So you're not... You don't know who my father is. Oh, I was just, like, you're not... I was curious about the relationship, but no, no, I don't want to talk about your father because he almost kind of murdered me. He murdered me? (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah, Maybe? No, we're not gonna... You're fine, Gris. You're okay. Okay, so no eyes. Mm -hmm. 
no dream Correct. realm, no dream realm at all, no mm-hmm. circle of dreams. We are not going to talk about how Marius was a bird. We no are not bird. Going to talk about Marius's lineage. No. We are not Marius. going to talk about my lineage. Okay. What about you and Marius? What was the word you used? Is it courting or? That's nobody's business. Oh, nobody, nobody's. Well, I think it's fun to know. <laughs> you can know because I trust you. But nobody else can. Okay. Yes. So, but Gris, people are going to be very nice to you. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I think you know what people should and shouldn't know. But I also think that when people are kind, you trust them. And I think that's amazing. But in this situation, it's dangerous. I just don't know that I'm going to know what to talk to nobility about, if not about you, honestly. You can talk about me, just not about anything that only you know. Okay. But do they know that you adventure? And do they know why me and Ari and Galen are there? They know that I left for a few months. Okay. I I, I think I get what you're saying. And you can tell them whatever you want about yourself. Yeah, I'll keep it service. I'll talk about Reese. How about that? And maybe herbs and medicine and healing? I think they'd love that. They also might not be used to seeing halflings. Yeah, I kind of wonder after Bertram. Yes. I'm not saying they'll be mean, necessarily. I just want to prepare you for what they could be like. She shrugs and she's like, if the osteoclast can handle a little bit of mean based on who they are, I think I can too. Gris, you're wonderful. You're wonderful, young. And she just kind of smiles and she's like, also, I'm so excited to talk to your mom some more. Oh, and Leon's like, my grandma. Grandma? Mm. My grandmama will be there. She's quite a bit more prickly than my mom. Should I stay away from her? We'll be having dinner. <laughs> I can eat a lot. I just keep my mouth full the whole time. Just be prepared. Yeah, just just be ready. Okay. Yeah. And and Leon kind of like uh, uh, opens the door and let Gris through to head back into the library. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chris, in the other room, as they're having this conversation, um, Ari and Galen, you are standing in front of this giant pile of books that Bertram has so graciously removed from the shelves for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, might as well. Where do you want to start? I'm just gonna walk up to them, kneel down, just like, and put my like elbows on my knees, and just like start reading the spines, just like trying to twist my head, see if I read anything that starts with the word P and ends with the word Aladdin. <laughs> These all appear to be books about either paladins, the history of paladins, um, uh, soldiers for the clergy. They're all books about paladins. So I turn back to Galen and go, well, that's all I had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Galen sort of puts the books down that he was holding on to like, the little table um, and goes... Well, how how is the pile? Like, is it are they like stacked up, or is it just like a pile of books? Um, it's sort of horizontally spread, but they are sort of stacked on top of each other. Okay. It's about um, twenty books wide by um, five feet long by three 
I'm sorry, by, by five books long, by three three books high. Oh, Lord. I can hear my family screaming in my head. Okay. <laughs> Help me make this pile a little bit neater, please. Okay. Um, go for it. Go we, for it. We'll start just like stacking them up. Yeah. Um, alphabetically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You begin uh, stacking the alphabet. Can we get um, both of you to roll for... Let's do... This is going to be an intelligence saving throw. Oh, oh my fuck. god. Saving throw. Oh, it's a saving throw. I'm okay. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, no. Intelligence check. Why would it be a saving oh. throw? Yeah. Shit. Okay. 11. Plus 16. zero, so 11. So 17 minus 1, 16. Alright, so 11 plus 16 is 27. 27 by, by 2 is a 13.5. Um... Leon and Gris re-enter the library to Galen and Ari in a heated debate about which letter comes first. N or M? And it seems to be reaching its peak. There's some yelling about letters in the common alphabet. And then Ari goes off on a tangent about the Elvish alphabet, which apparently has some kind of weight in this debate, too. Does. Um, Leon just kind of chimes in and says, M goes first in common. Galen, are uh, you okay? Are you, are you both okay? Galen, you pump your fist in the air because you were correct. <laughs> God. Thank you, Leon. Oh, Thank well, you. I, I just like shake my head and go, wait to be common centric. <laughs> Leon looks at Ari and is like, I speak Elvish. <laughs> Gris just chuckles and, and walks Yeah, towards... all the more reason there are probably books in here that are in Elvish, which means they you should be considering the different alphabets. There actually aren't that many books here in Elvish. I'm the only elf in the family ever. Oh. Gris kind of like, point light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> she walks towards the stack of books and is like, are these what Bertram pulled? Yes. These are all the books you read? I read a lot. It was three months. Yeah, that's a lot of books. Yes. Um, so, have you guys started skimming? Looking to see if there's anything? No, Galen was very adamant that we organize first. Why would we just read them? Let's just look at them. It makes it easier. How? Speaking we don't know what Galen. we're looking for. Right, no, but now and it's I easier. looked at all the titles, but all the titles are about paladins, so that's they're as all far as about, I They're all about paladins, soldiers of the holy whatever and magic what yeah they're all about that but this will make it easier okay leon says galen i need to grab you okay just call after them and i go you realize this is only gonna go slower the more the longer you take to come back leon i just need to talk to everyone it's the last one it's teacher conferences. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> teacher conferences do not ex exist in this world. I'm clarifying. <laughs> not canon. Gris grabs uh, the closest stack to her and makes her way over to one of those overstuffed armchairs and says, Ari, grab a book. We're skimming. <laughs> cool. Then yeah, sure. I'm just going to grab one. All right. So Leon leads Galen towards the study as um, Ari takes the seat on the floor right by Gris, as opposed to choosing mm -hmm. one of the chairs. Um, I'm gonna try and find the table of contents in each of these books. 
is an excellent idea. Um, you are both skimming for the table of con contents. I'll have you roll a check for that in a minute. But meanwhile, in the other room, Leon closes the door to the study behind her. Leon um, motions to one of the seats and says, take a seat, Galen. Oh, it's that serious, is it? Okay. It Galen actually walks is. over and sits down. Leon says, okay, um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk, and you have a tendency to, you and Ari both actually, have a tendency to tell me to be quiet when I'm in the middle of talking. I need you to not do that this time. I need you to just let me say my piece, because I've been holding on to this for a while, and I just need you to let me say it, and then we can discuss it after. Okay? The floor is yours, Lady LaBelle. You can call me Leon, Galen. Leon says, Galen, when we met, I'm pretty sure you were planning on robbing me, but I took that aside and we headed to Freyland together. And on our second night of knowing each other, someone tried to kill me. And you and the others took it upon yourselves to actually save me, which was very nice. And it made me think that perhaps you were not necessarily the person that you made yourself out to be at first. Then we went to a library and I asked to have a private conversation with Valdithus. You decided to take it upon yourself to eavesdrop on that conversation. Which, I don't, to this day, I, I don't really understand why you didn't really know me. It obviously had nothing to do with you. So I don't necessarily know why you felt the need to eavesdrop, but instead of being angry, I welcomed you to the table. I spoke to you about my questions about my father, who at the time had no relevance to what we were doing. A little bit later, uh, I felt like we bonded talking about our dads. And then, on the way to Aquara, I started asking questions as to whether or not my father had anything to do with the greater story that we were telling right now. And I confided in you because I trusted you. That whole boat ride, all you did was talk about how awful B was, and then we got to Aquara. You let her rob me, Galen. And then you started acting so differently. You were acting like you weren't one of us, like you weren't part of the crew. And then when I called you on it, when, when I asked you why you were acting so differently, Galen, instead of just saying, I don't want to talk about it right now, you took the secret that I had told you and you used it against me. Galen, I... I can't trust you with secrets because of that. You took the one thing that you knew about me and you used it to stop yourself from having to talk about something that you didn't want to talk about, something that you shouldn't even have known in the first place. You took it upon yourself to eavesdrop and then you took it upon yourself to talk about something and make me sound like I'd been hiding it. It... It broke my trust in you, Galen, and, you know, I trust you to fight by my side, but 
I can't trust you with secrets right now, and, and where we're going... Galen, money doesn't matter here. Secrets are currency. And so I'm nervous. Because you have shown me that the one secret you knew, you were willing to forsake it and tell other people about it because you didn't want to talk about yourself. And where we're going is, they're going to ask you questions, they're going to be kind, and they're going to be sweet, and they are going to try and get answers out of you, and they're going to ask about you. And you know things about me, you know things about my father, you know things about Marius, you know things about Marius's lineage, things that these people can't know. You get to leave here after this. But Galen, if you expose our secrets, you could destroy our lives. And so I need your word that you aren't going to do what you did in Aquara. If the word means anything. I need to know that you're different now, that you're better than that. I need to know that you aren't going to destroy my life and that you aren't going to destroy Marius's life because you don't want to talk about yourself when somebody asks you. And they will ask. Galen sort of sits, like, scoots himself to the edge of the chair with his elbows on his knees and, like, his fingers, like, intertwined with each other. And um, he said, he all, he's kind of feeling sort of just like, he wants to get to the point, really. Um, so he kind of just like looks at Leon and says, I don't know about you, but I'd like to think that I'm a different person than I was when I had only known you for four days. Two weeks. Two weeks. Four weeks. Whatever. <laughs> um, Leon Semantics. says, Galen, I, I want... I want to believe that as well. For a very long time, I lived on a principle of uh, my trust once gone is gone forever, but I, I want to believe that people can be redeemed. I want to believe that redemption is possible, so I just need your word that you're not going to destroy my life, that you're not going to destroy Marius's life. You know a lot of things that these people can't know. You have my word. Thank you. I'll blend in just like the rest of them. They're probably going to ask you a lot of questions, Galen. That's fine. I'm exotic. I can just make up <laughs> stories out of thin air. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for your word. Um, and Leon kind of opens the door and says, we should go back and help them with the books now. Meanwhile, yeah. while Leon is... Uh really giving it to Galen um, <laughs> yeah. in the library. So um, I love you, Ryan. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other room, uh, Gris, you have sort of slid the plate of snacks towards you and are um, sort of dipping the bread in the melted cheese. You get some melted cheese on one of the books, uh, but you and, you and Ari are just sort of sitting there flipping through these tables of contents. Anything on your end, Ari? I don't know what it is we're supposed to be looking for, though. 
Chris just nods heartily and she's like, I was just looking for mentions of gods at this point. And they're paladin books, Chris. <laughs> Ari, yeah. as as Chris says that, you look to her and she's amassed a, st- a stack of books next to her. Um, easily taller than she is when standing. Um, that apparently all contain some reference to the gods. Huh. <laughs> Chris is like, I kind of narrowed it down and she like points to her discard pile, which is significantly smaller. Mm. And she's like, okay, we need Leon, I think. Have I read anything in the table of context that stuck out to me? No. Okay. <laughs> no rolling. You just know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if this is a bit of a fruitless endeavor. Mm, your DM is wondering if maybe it's a fruitless endeavor as well. <laughs> <laughs> Chris kind of stands up and, and brushes off her tunic and just watches walks to one of the, the tall windows uh, yeah. to look out at the city and kind of stretches a little bit. And she just turns to Ariadne and she's like, Ari, I just feel so out of place here. I feel like I've never really felt that until now. Um, as Chris walked up, has taken to just like, I don't know what I'm looking for. So I just start like shaking them out. See if any, like, and no, throwing them over and just like shaking them out and throwing them over. So at that, I'm just like, I mean, we kind of are out of place, Chris. And then um, throw the other one. Ari, as you shake one of the books, a folded slip of paper falls out. Oh. Okay, I pick it up. Would you like to read it? I would. It reads as follows. L. Dash. I won't be able to make it to our date for the 28th of this month. I have plans that evening. I could meet you 31st. Be sure to send Bertram with an answer. M. Oh. Um. Cool. I read it very quickly and realize what it is. Um. So actually, before Gris turns back around, I'm just gonna fold it back up and put it in a pocket. Um. And just be like. <clears throat> Oh, I mean, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> just like, I found something, but I have found nothing because it's Leon's. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just shake it once more for good measure and then just like over like over dramatically throw it. I'm just like, ah, oh, there's nothing. Roll a deception <laughs> check. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and uh, Gris, roll perception. Seventeen minus one, sixteen. Nineteen plus three, twenty-two. Uh, Ari is clearly lying and must have found something, Gris. <laughs> Gris kind of turns around and walks towards Ariadne and kind of looks them up and down and said, "Nothing to report, huh?" No, no, not really. They are very clearly lying to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing at all, Ariadne. And Gris leans in really close to their well, face. Nothing about what we're looking for. But something about something? 
Uh, so it makes it I say this out loud. I just like that's the sound I'm making. <laughs> Chris is like, show me, show me, show me, show me. No, it's none of our business. I'm just, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna uh, give it back to her, and then that's gonna be that, and it, she can do with it what she will. Give it back to who? Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Keone, it was a 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 piece of paper that she must have left while she was um studying uh and I, I don't know if she she got back to the missive so um I'm just gonna give it back to her and you know it's, it's just in case she didn't see it just in case I'm just gonna be a good messenger pass it along. Chris is just nodding like enthusiastically, and she kind of just straightens up and and uh, looks down at Ariadne and crosses her arm, and she's like, "Okay then," and just lets it go. Um, it's not no, I there's nothing to read. Not my business. Not my business. Not my <laughs> letter. Not my answer. No. Nope. Chris is like, "Is it something that makes you uncomfortable, Ariadne?" <laughs> no, but it's not mine to read and i read it and i it wasn't okay. mine okay well i respect that then okay okay um also how did you tell <laughs> uh, you know i just know things <laughs> she just smiles <laughs> meanwhile in the study uh leon are you done talking to galen yeah i feel like she kind of opens the door and says we should go and help them with the books i feel like i don't think we're gonna maybe we'll find it or maybe we'll just get to eat and I mean, Leon's kind of like returned to her like general like levity quite fast with those two we should probably put a focus on the eating yeah I would say so you enter into the library and see Ari and Gris engaged in some kind of it almost looks like an interrogation as if Gris is asking Ari some very important questions <laughs> Leon, Leon kind of calls over and says, Is everything okay? Why is it every time I come into this library when I've left one of you, <laughs> there's either an argument going on, one of you is on the other shoulders. Uh, Chris, I you're looking like me after like I catch minutes. a snitch. <laughs> Chris kind of chuckles and just and straightens up and, and places a pile of books back on the table. And yeah. she's like, Oh, we're just chatting. Ari and I are just catching up. Uh, yeah, uh, catching hmm. up. Oh, because Gris has set, and I like switch over. I'm just like, yeah, because Gris has um set apart, and I look at Galen, all of the paladin books that involve gods. Leon laughs really? out loud. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> so all of them? There were some that don't. To be fair, sword work books. Gris, <laughs> it, it was we had to start nixing some of them somehow. <laughs> Gris, you realize that me being a paladin means technically I'm part of the clergy, right? No, I didn't realize that. I don't okay. know a lot about gods other than Sylvanas, okay? Now you know. Well, now you're here now, which gives us our best chance considering, again, you left us to find something without telling us what to find. So I'm just gonna an emotion at the pile. <laughs> Can Leon look at the pile of books and she see if she recognizes any of them? I know it's a long shot. Roll insight. 13 plus 5, 18. You don't recognize any of these books. <laughs> Didn't think so. Um, as you all stand there and sort of debate the books, Galen 
you can feel someone standing behind you and turn around quickly. Oh no. God. <clears throat> Bertram, yes. Bertram! Your Bertram. mother has sent me to tell you that dinner is ready. Fantastic. <laughs> Gris kind of looks over at the at the plate of snacks that she has slowly probably devoured, mostly on her own, maybe with mm-hmm. nibbles from Ariadne. <laughs> And she's like, oh, good, I'm famished. (laughs) (laughs) Leon goes, um, Leon goes, good, because the food here is very good. Lady LaBelle, would you like me to return these books to their spots? I would really appreciate it, Bertram, yes. Galen sort of just winces in pain. Very well, Lady LaBelle, I will do as you say. And he starts to, like, very dramatically and begrudgingly put back this, like, <laughs> large assortment of books that she had him pull from the shelves. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bertram, she says as she kind of, like, leads everyone out the door and down to the dining hall. Do you follow? Yeah. Chris follows and he kind of, like, grimaces a little bit and feels for Bertram, but then she's like, he's mean. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just lean down to Gris and go, a fitting task. Gris nods. (laughs) Galen sort of leans over to Leon as they walk down and goes, you know, I can get my aunt and uncle to help you with the library. Or maybe you should get a librarian. (laughs) Does your aunt and uncle know anyone in Alice who could? No, but they own and run. Travel here to to fix. I mean, they'd have to teach Bertram how to organize it properly. Do you think that would? They own and run the library at Aquara. They're bright individuals. You know what? We should. You should give me their contact information. That's something we can discuss. I don't think there's anything wrong with the library. Actually, honestly, reorganizing it would probably confuse me more. But I'm willing to learn. Leon, it's abysmal, please. And then Galen sort of speeds up his walking. <laughs> Gris, uh... And Leon looks at him and is like, do you know where you're going? Nope, but we'll figure it out. Oh, and Galen okay. sort of just, like, thumbs up. Very classic Galen in that moment. Gris is like, even Reese would hate that library. And Gris, uh, it's not that bad, Ari. No, I agree. I mean, I could. If I knew the books that were in there, I'm sure I could find them. But since I don't, I can't. It doesn't need. It's. It's not like the general population is coming to hang out in my grand library. It's just my library. Galen just shouts function over aesthetics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like. I point over at at like Galen walking ahead, not knowing where he's going. And I go. I mean, well, he has a point. You're keeping all this knowledge here, and I mean, all the libraries we know. The fact that they're a library is that they're open to the public so it's kind of confusing that yours isn't open to the public because a private collection of knowledge and they're just going to keep going <laughs> Leon <laughs> leads the party down the hallway and um, into a large dining room there's a large banquet table seated at the head of which is an elderly woman her face very much resembles Leon's but it is set in a frown she holds a glass of wine and watches you approach. Leon's mother is seated to her left and sort of watches you all with a little bit of almost an apologetic expression. Leon casts message to her mom. <laughs> yes, without Leon. breaking stride. Um, she goes, did the nap help? Leon, I love you. I am going to love your friends. I have no doubt, but... 
I will send for the servants to bring more wine and hopefully that either helps us get through this or her to fall asleep in the middle of dinner and then we can just... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she sort of gestures a hand and a, a woman appears and pours wine into the glass of, of the elderly woman who's staring at all of you. Leon walks over to her grandmother and goes to give her a hug. She gives you a big, genuine hug. Mm. Hi, Grandmama. How are you? Oh, Leon, I am so good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Gail um, leans over to Ari and is like, how do you say hello at Elvish? She's not an elf. But I go like, I am, sir. Thanks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're all humans. I, she speaks common. Uh, we just heard her speak common. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> I chuckle and I like pat his shoulder. I was like, "Yeah, buddy." Leon, let's go over Grandma and says, "Do you remember the adventuring friends I told you about?" She sort of leans forward to get a better look at all of you. You These all need bad. a bath, Leon. Your They're friends, get one. your friends are filthy. I know. We were traveling. We were just at a harvest festival, Grandma. A what? This is Galen, Ari, and Gris. Gris just waves. She's like not sure what to do anymore. Everything she's tried has failed. And Leon kind of like motions for them to sit down. And I feel like she sits directly across from her mom, which would be to the right of her grandma. Hmm. I'll take the opportunity to sit, actually sit down, just like a little resigned, but I'm like, I have a mission. I need something to, to, to return something, so I sit down next to Leon. Okay. Gris kind of scrambles up into the chair next to Leon's mother. Oh. Uh, <laughs> kind of excited to maybe have some chats with her. Galen just takes whatever seat is convenient. <laughs> I like the short one. She's pretty. Gris, Gris beams and she's like, oh. Thank you, thank you so much. Hang on, hang on. I feel like we have something in common. And she like stands up, and you realize that she is quite short by human standards. She's maybe four foot ten, and she goes, "I am a short woman too." And then she sits back down and drinks the rest of her wine glass before oh setting it God. down on the table. I would I like some this. more wine, <laughs> Grandmama. Um, are you going to introduce yourself? Mm. Of course. I'm so sorry. It's okay. been a whole day. So first, I, I woke up and my, my daughter's asking me all these questions about swords to stock in the stores. And I told her, I am retired. I haven't done that for years. Mm -hmm. But you're and so then, smart, Grandmama. Well, sure. But every smart, beautiful woman has to retire eventually. And As then I took a nap. And mm -hmm. then Bertram had the audacity to come into the room and tell me that I had to get out of bed. <laughs> Anyways, hello. Classic Bertram. It's lovely to meet all of you. My name is Leonida LaBelle. Pleasure. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> you keep your um, hands to yourself, young man. I'm not interested. <laughs> Our, um, and I look between the three. I look between Leonida, uh, uh, and Leon, and her mom. Uh, 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 yeah, and I look, and I look between the three of them, and I'm like, do all, do all of you have names with L's? Like, do all, do all the labels have L names? Like, is that a requirement? Like, it's like Oh, yes, it's quite, it's a very traditional, um, practice in the Labelle family. 
Oh my god, there's I mean, I guess it makes your monogramming easy. It does. It's great. We can pass things down, and it... It's just... a family thing. Oh, yes. Okay. She, um, everyone sort of sits in silence as, um, Leonida continues to drink her wine glass. So what's on the menu tonight, Mama? Oh, well, I do believe they're going to be bringing us roast pheasants, because Lovely. I know how much you love that. Mm -hmm. And then probably some cake for dessert, oh. and some oh. kind of roast vegetable and soup, or something. I just told them about the pheasant, and then, um... They handle the rest. Yes. Yeah. And of course, some kind of aperitif for mm -hmm. my mother, some sort of sweet liqueur. <laughs> Leon just kind of like nods solemnly um, and uh, is like, okay. How's everyone feeling? And like, she looks at everyone like, are we all feeling good? Feeling great? <laughs> Gris is like understanding that this is probably really overwhelming for them. But also down. like in her. <laughs> Gris is staring kind of down at the, the plate in front of her. And I imagine there's maybe several plates stacked on top of a charger and probably a lot of different utensils. <laughs> and she's just kind of like got her arms kind of crossed and placed on the edge of the table and is like, um, Leon. Yes? We haven't quite discussed forks. Oh! And Leon kind of, like, looks to her plate, um, uh, and she goes, okay, so to the left, uh, you see the two forks, right? Yes. The small one is for salad, the big one is for dinner. And Chris is kind of like repeating it, like whispering mm -hmm. it, salad, dinner. <laughs> and then do you see the two spoons and the two knives on the right? Yeah. Okay, the big spoon on the far right is for the soup. And then the little spoon beside it is just a spoon. It's just a spoon. You can use it for anything. And then the small knife is for the salad. And then the big knife is for dinner. And then the spoon and the knife on uh, above... Uh, those are those are for well, not the knife. Sorry, the spoon and the fork, just above the plate. Uh, that's the the dessert spoon and the dessert fork. Oh my God, Leon! Don't be filling her head with this bullshit. Listen, short friend, <laughs> when you're our age, you can use whatever the fuck fork you want. <laughs> you could also do that. <laughs> Gris lets out the heartiest yeah. chuckle and like breathes a sigh of relief, and she's like, "Yeah." I think I'll just use one fork. <laughs> Whatever the fuck fork you want. want. Mother! I said what I, I said. Okay? It, when you get I old, just want to exchange a just... look with Galen, too. And then just be like, what an inefficient use of silver. <laughs> You're right. It's fine. But Galen's sort of like... Not, well, he's like laughing. He's laughing along with Chris and he like does like a little finger point to um, Leonida and was like, I like her and like looks over at Leon. I told Me you to keep, to keep your hands to yourself. Okay, I'm not interested. You're far too young for me and you're, you're just too skinny. You should really have seconds of the pheasant. Can I have more wine? I, I'll raise a glass up to her to like take a sip and just also go to like between Galen and Lynette and just go yeah I like her too 
<laughs> Leon's like very happy because like her grandma and her mom mean everything to her. They're her only family other than, you know. Uh so uh she's like she's like really genuinely excited uh to see that her friends are you know like vibing with her family. Gris now that she's kind of comfortable kind of like uh, no, she probably shouldn't do this, but like puts her puts her elbows up to kind of lean in and kind of look to to uh, Luciana, and she's like, "I've heard so much about you," and she's just kind of like going on a on tangent about how wonderful Leon is and how much growth and like all this stuff, and and she's just trying to like find some common thread for Luciana to like latch onto. <laughs> she is lovely. I know that you met her father, but I want you to understand that Leon has always been wanted and loved, and she is my pride and joy, and my mother will never say it. Say what? But <clears throat> she is just the most wonderful thing to have ever happened to this house. I say that all the time. I just wish that she would get married. <laughs> Me too, mother, but there's oh. no need to make a stink. I've been telling her for years. Yeah. She should get married. Even even if it's even if, if it's just for the status. Or I would love oh. great grandkids. Teach them how to drink, unlike her. Oh god. <laughs> Grandma, I She has a no. point there, Leo. No, no. No. That one can teach the kids, and uh, Galen sort of gestures to Ari. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then you should be drinking my wine, not the shit we give to guests. Hang on. Bertram! <laughs> Bertram! Chris, like, stares at the wine glasses, right? <laughs> if you're listening, you bring out that, that nice 1070 port for the, the nice elf. Bertram? <laughs> he heard me. He's just being difficult. Bertram! Get your pasty ass out here and get them some wine. And Bertram sort of like appears, pours you some wine and goes, very good, mom. And then disappears. <laughs> Chris is like, just like, oh, thank you, Bert Bertram. You don't need to thank him. He's an asshole. Chris nods enthusiastically. And she's like, he said that he would only bring snacks for our, what was it? Status and stature? He has been particularly unkind today. Well, I'll just... I'll, I'll... I'll have words with him. Mother, please, I can have words with him. It is my home now. You should have gotten married, too. Why don't we never talk about that? You should get married, too. Both of you. Both of you. Oh, no. Hey, Leon, whatever happened with that handsome man? The very strong one? He's some kind of knight? We're going we're seeing to... him tomorrow. Yes, he's holding a ball tomorrow. That's why we're all here. The steals are. Am I invited? <laughs> I'm not sure. Leon, Leon kind of looks to her mother and is like, "Did you get an invite as well?" Mom, I think perhaps it is in Leon's best interest, especially if you are thinking of her getting with suitors. For you to not attend. Why are you saying I'm not a polite house guest? <laughs> Leon cast message to her mom really quickly, like, thank you. <laughs> uh, 
You're welcome, dear. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> as far as I can tell, she's the life of the party. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> well, I'm so sorry. I will let you interact among yourselves. Um, go ahead and talk. Act as if act as if we're not here, Mom. Um, would you eat some pheasant, please? Have some dinner with your wine. Before we start talking, Jenny, can you describe dinner? I love your food description. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So in the middle of the table is a pheasant. It has been seasoned to perfection. It is surrounded by a bed of roast potatoes and carrots um, and is visibly sprinkled with large grains of sea salt. Um, al served along with it is a some kind of soup. It appears to be a cream of potato or mushroom. It, it'll have to be tasted first um, to really determine which it is. Um, is all being served with what is apparently the crappy guest wine. Although, Ari, you are now able to enjoy it with yeah. this lovely port that when you take a sip of it and then a bite of food complements it perfectly. You think all meals should be served with this quality of wine. And this quantity. The servants are very quick with refilling the cups. Perhaps uh -huh. because of Leonida's affinity for it. <laughs> Leon kind of starts to like grab um, some of the pheasant and, and she grabs, she kind of ladles herself some of the soup. She kind of grabs a little bit of everything um, and then kind of motions to everyone and is like, please, please eat. <laughs> Gris is like eyes wide, me twice. <laughs> sparkles in her eyes and she immediately goes in uh, for a, a big helping of soup and then lots of vegetables and things like that. She doesn't she doesn't really grab the pheasant. Uh, and it just kind of like smells the aroma of the soup like deeply. Like this is a woman who loves food. <laughs> and then just goes to town. She's she's eating. There's nothing else to her but food right now. <laughs> um, Leon kind of goes, Ari, are you liking the wine? Oh, it's delightful. I can, um, I'd can ask to send Lily some to keep for you. I could do that. We have so much. And just like... And Grandmama doesn't need it all. I mean, I, she might need it all. No, it's okay. No, no, she really shouldn't. We would like her to have a functioning liver. Okay, then, um, uh, sure, but I, I would check first, because I don't, I don't know if the wildflower can, um, can, 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 afford, can afford it. I'm not going to make them pay for it, Ari. What? Oh, oh, okay. I was just going to send it for you. Like, to keep there for you for when you're there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah leon's like money what no galen's sort of like relaxed a little bit more seeing how just just affluent to manners that <laughs> grandma labelle is <laughs> and is just enjoying his meal Gr griswold like slurping a giant spoonful of soup is like galen have you tried the soup and she just gestures like largely at the soup and it's like it's delicious the soup grass you've discovered so. is cream of mushroom and potato. Ooh. Oh, she oh. is she is it, like probably gonna drink so much of the soup and then like pass the hell out later. I don't know if she's gonna make it to bath time. <laughs> um Leon kinda like so. leans over to Galen and is like, thoughts on the dinner? It's magnificent. Fantastic. Wait for the dessert. One of the chefs so. incredible baker. Chris is incredible. Like, pastries? And she I like, think it's cake tonight. Here. Mm. But I could make pastries happen. <gasps> Bertram. <laughs> yes, mom. Um, Bertram, you know the bakery. 
that I love. Mm. Can you um, procure us pastries tomorrow morning? Enough for everyone, including Mama and Grandmama. Very good. Just mom. like an assortment. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you, Bertram. <laughs> just, just kind of sort of fades back into the background, leaving. He's going to copy Leon's like exact cadence and intonation and go, thank you, Bertram. <laughs> with, their, with their like Gaelic accent, but thank you, Bertram. <laughs> Leon looks at Ari and is like, that was really good. <laughs> I could, I could, I could, I could make you look like me once, and you could definitely pass off as me. You really think I could? Because really I don't good. think I can. You might need some training. I just, I mean, I listen to you talk a lot, but that doesn't mean you talk like I. Because I, just because I can talk like you talk doesn't mean you can talk like I talk. Oh no, I wouldn't be able to do you. <laughs> I'm just saying we could, like, confuse people. Well, then there'd be two of us, and then they'd realize then if we, your plan wouldn't work very well now, would it? Gris's eyes split <laughs> from, like, Leon to Ariadne and then land on Galen, like, the things they talk about. <laughs> so uh, between, between bites of food and gulps of delightful wine um i'm gonna like just remember the the be like uh, ah, it's not I, I, can't, I cannot forget i was on a mission uh to sit here um and i'm like gonna uh, pat my pocket and stuff and take it out mm -hmm. and then just be try to be like very inconspicuous under the table and goes like Psst, uh, Leon, uh, i have a thing for you and i'm just like shove it in your hand it uh, fell out of a book and it had a uh, it was time sensitive so i wanted to make make sure you you got it What's oh that? Oh my god, what what did you just what did you just slip, Leon? Mm -hmm. Mother, I told them they were allowed to have private conversation. <laughs> what did you just slip, Leon? We all have to know. <laughs> Leon, are you a fan it. of periodicals? <laughs> I do love to oh, read. No, oh no. I too love to read periodicals almost exclusively. None of that large book nonsense that Leon is so excited for. Oh. I like to read everything. Including the large book nonsense. My daughter's just lazy. My partner is an excellent writer, and I think you would enjoy her writings very much. Do you want me to grab you some copies of her periodicals for you? Yes, but I'm wondering, does she really exist, or is this ju just you making up a girlfriend to make you seem more unattainable so I might be oh. interested? Grandma, she, really no, she exists. exists. She exists, Grandmama. Oh, is she's she lovely. Is she pretty? She's pretty. very pretty. Are you she has very good taste. You should marry her. Yeah, I believe that everybody time. should get married. Look at, look at <laughs> my daughter. Looks what look what happens when when you don't. Are you going to marry her? Uh, uh. Oh, oh, Chris oh, kind of clears, clears her throat. Is like <clears throat> I'm married. That's wonderful. Now back to whatever you just handed my granddaughter. Leon sort of just like looks at Ari with like a I tried. <laughs> um, Leon opens the letter. Um, and is it an older letter? This is an older letter. You remember getting this yes. uh, several months ago? Okay. Or four months ago, probably. Leon goes, oh, 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 this was... Thank you for finding that, Ari. I was wondering where that one went. It must have been in the middle of my studying. It was just one of the, the times that Marius was trying to figure out when we were going to next uh, promenade. You should marry that Marius. He's very handsome. Have you seen the way handsome. that he wears pants, Leon? I think that's very nice. I have seen <laughs> it, yes. 
Grace is like, the way he wears pants. He looks he very good in the pants. Well. He, he looks very good in the pants. Listen, your grandfather used to have just the firmest. Okay, Mom. <laughs> no, please, go on. No, please don't. I think um, maybe everyone's ready for dessert. Bertram! Very good, Mom. Oh, I don't. I was going to tell them about my favorite dessert. Mother! I am asking you to please stop. To please stop. <clears throat> to please stop. To please stop. You never want to hear your stories about your father. Did you even love him? Because I loved him. I loved every single. <clears throat> Bertram? Where is the cake? Fucking cry. Bertram appears carrying a large chocolate based cake um it's oh iced beautifully covered in mounds of powdered sugar and he sets it down on the table and goes very good mom back to your mother's conversation about her favorite dessert as i was saying leon cut me off if i told you this story before mm -hmm. on our wedding night yes you have actually <laughs> yes. i would like to hear this story no, I love leon, don't cut weddings. her off so soon oh no we should and Leon looks to her mother and is like making <clears throat> eye contact with her mom like <laughs> Galen with a smirk sort of goes like well how am I going to plan a wedding if I don't hear wedding stories it's <laughs> not a wedding story Galen <clears throat> uh, let me serve you all some cake normally we would have Bertram do it but I feel like perhaps it will divert the conversation. The conversation from what? You don't like hearing the story of your own conception? Plenty of children would love to hear this story. Leon just went on a whole adventure to find out Grand how she was conceived. Grandmama, would you like to hear about my dress for the ball tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. Does it make your breasts look beautiful? Because I fully believe that's how you get a man. Leon goes, of course it does. I'm going to wear gold. You know, I usually wear red to these balls. Mm. But I'm wearing gold. What color did you wear to get your husband? Well, I kind of always wear, well, green. Green would look lovely on you. You're beautiful. Chris, Chris is like, no, you're beautiful. And she's... <laughs> well, it's that uniform, so I don't really think that's what impressed her. I like a man in uniform. Look at Leon. She's dating some kind of military guy. He's 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 of the House of Steel, Grandmama. You know them. I do, but I think his father's a jerk. Yes, that's what I've heard. Can I have some cake? And at this point, she sort of <laughs> seemed to have run out of steam on whatever her train of thought was. And you all get a slice of cake slid towards you. Leon is like, Mm, can you mm, delicious she's like oh it's perfect Chris is looking at the two utensils above her plate that she, Leon had told her was for dessert and she's kind of like debating whether to use those and then she she reaches for the small spoon that Leon said was for whatever and she's like oh you, I'll use the small spoon I told you to use whatever the fork, fuck fork you want okay <laughs> Chris holds up her spoon with a little bit of chocolate on it and just kind of like you know, like, cheers it into the air towards her. Ari just uses the knife as both utensils. This is, like, practicality. They're just gonna cut it, pinch it, put in their mouth. Cut it, pinch it, put in their mouth. Are you not worried about cutting your mouth? Ari. Well, no, I'm careful, why aren't you? You've used forks before. 
Chris is like, I well, think yeah, it's but like I just said, there's a, it's an inefficient waste of of silver and material. You really only need one utensil. Uh, I mean, what, what, when you travel with us, do you bring all of this in your bag? Well, no. Exactly. You don't bring the proper utensils with you when you travel? Oh, shut, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Mama, it's, uh, it's, there's, you know, it's not ni nice, not as nice as at home. So I'm just usually happy to have a bed. And you managed to impress Sir Marius, without showing I mean, him I how competent you are with your hands. <laughs> oh, and I'm the one being inappropriate. Leon okay. is red in the face, which no one has seen before, but Leon is like, <laughs> help me. I love them, but Chris is me. like, I think what was her personality that kind of attracted Marius? And also, mm -hmm. Mama, I have, um, I am an incredibly talented sorceress. Oh, I know. Yes. I'm so proud of you, Leon. He was in awe by every time Leon did anything magic-related, actually. Well, he yeah, well, be. I think gratitude probably has a bit to do with that. Rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, he had a weird circumstance. I don't know if Leon told you about it. He was a bird. <laughs> yeah, we all were. And Chris is yes. the only one who can change outfits, so why she keeps bringing it up when we bring up the birds is none of my business. <laughs> I do it by choice. It's a lot of fun. Well, you know, when Leon told me that story, I made a joke about roosters, and then my daughter told me to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Leon's like, which oh, was we... probably for the best, Grandmama. Mm -hmm. What was that joke? No, actually, Galen, no. <laughs> Well, I said that you're always very lucky if you get to see... Okay, grandmother. Um, why don't we start to head for bed and Bertram can show the guests their rooms and they can all take baths because yes. as you so noted, they need them. And um, you can sleep off that port and then you can apologize to our guests in the morning for your bed. I will not apologize. This is my house. This is my port. I'm allowed to get as drunk as I want, and I can say whatever the hell I want about Leon's Marius's quack. Okay? All right. Good night. <laughs> Galen, cheers to that. Chris is like, no apologies needed. <laughs> and uh, Ari raises her glass because I thought it was a rooster. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... She, like, leans all the way forward to clink her glass against yours, and then, um... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Luciana stands and sort of takes her mother's elbow and goes, Leon, I would apologize, but you are quite used to this, but to our guests, um... Uh... She gets quite bored. It's just us in the house all day, and, um, quite frankly, I don't think Bertram's a great influence on her. They exchange lots of wild stories and she sort of like <laughs> leads her mother out of the room good night leon i love you and i love good you night. don't let I that be confused good night she I loves love me more mom shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> leon takes another bite of her cake and is like so that's my family <laughs> chris is like they're wonderful leon they're truly right. wonderful well, you make sense <laughs> now it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, why? Where? Where'd the uh, the uh, uh, the voice disconnect happen? 
Oh, I don't know. I think it must just be because all of my friends sound like this. Well, friends. The other nobles. Hmm. Okay. I just never really kind of took on the accent. That my, <laughs> my mama. Well, as you notice, it's thickest on my grandmama. And then my mama, she kind of... She seems to hide it a little bit. She hides it. It's okay. Uh, yes. I don't often hear her speaking the way she spoke to you all. Mostly in, like, when we're holding a ball. Like we did a few months ago when I returned home. Um, yes. Other than that. And here I was worried they would all be stuffy. Oh, no. Quite well, the opposite, just, actually. I was just nervous after meeting... um. No, your father. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But this is a much better situation. Well, I was never a fan of her father's. Where did you come from? (laughs) (laughs) Master Wayfair, a good servant, has means of getting about the house. And I will have you know that Leon didn't teach herself all of her tricks. I feel like you're hiding something from me, but okay. Leon's eyes sparkle and she looks at at Bertram. He smiles at you almost paternally and uh, gestures towards the door that leads to the staircase. I will show you to your rooms now. And I would like to apologize if I came off... I believe the word Luciana used was stuffy. (laughs) I am... My duty is to the house, and the lady of the house, first and foremost. Leo nods emphatically. She gets it. Chris is like, that's okay, Bertram. Thanks. <laughs> he you leaves- gotta show me the secret tunnels. Chris is like, that's what I was thinking, too. There are no okay. secret tunnels, Master Wayfair. And he snaps his finger, and um, a piece of cake floats towards him on a plate. And he holds it, and he says... Not all of us use our skills for adventuring. And then he... Uh, I like your funny words, magic man. <laughs> he starts to lead you all up the stairs. Um, he shows you each to your own bedroom, uh, attached to which appears to be its own bath. Someone has drawn um, a bath for each one of you. The water is hot. Leon, you go to your own room, the room that you grew up in, and find that it has stayed almost precisely the same. Someone... Probably your mother, rather than the maids, has carefully arranged the bedclothes and put on the pillow the doll that you used to carry around as a child. You all head to bed. As you head to bed, feeling for the first time in your adventures completely safe to fall fall asleep, the the moon, nearly full, glows through the window. Gris, you lie in your bed, and, um... The moon's bright light, silvery and illuminating the room, casts long shadows across the floor. Gris rises from her bed to draw the curtain closed, but stops herself, climbing on top of a chair to get a better view of the night sky. Even here in the city, the sky looks very similar to the one that hangs over the forest at night. She tries to recall the maps of the heavens Reese used to show her when they first fell in love, you would name the constellations and the phases of the moon. A waxing gibbous, she thinks, just before the full moon. She looks very hard to find just the tiniest of slivers 
of darkness yet to be filled. She watches the moon disappear behind a cloud, and then clambers down from the chair, and into bed. We will be back next week! 